0: I wasn't gonna set you up for um, a surprise. Haha, We're recording on this one. <laughs> I didn't Very really good. know how to because we were talking about what we were going to talk about in the episode anyway. So I'm not. Yeah. There's no point talking about that and then leading in and then talking about it again. So yeah. anyway, without further ado, welcome back to the Dreadcast, one and all. And we have. Uh, I'm not. It's not even a special guest anymore. Not even a special guest host. We're not it's, it's um. It's one third of the trio taking the uh, the reins again this week, and probably for quite a while until T's uh, kid turns 18 and uh, moves <laughs> out. <laughs> so for the next 18 years, welcome Aiden.
1: <laughs> Thank you, it's an absolute pleasure to be back. As I, I can't believe it, I can't believe it. it's been a week already, and we're back. I've been looking forward to this. I hope you've been thinking real hard about horror for the last seven days like I have been in prep for today
0: man i i have and I, I i've been writing my bullet point notes but then each bullet point has kind of gone off in a tangent and that one's yeah. gone off in a and uh, just a heads up folks so today's episode we're not actually discussing the film um as you can probably see from the title or the thumbnail today's episode is quite simply what scares you in horror and that's a you, that's a vague you, that's that's you, Aiden. that's me, that's, yeah. we've asked people on social medias, I've, I did a on royal, personal Facebook. The royal you. The royal you. <laughs> um, one thing, just before we get into that, uh, do follow us on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Podbean, and YouTube, all by searching The Dreadcast. Do give it a nice, good old, the old thumbs up and five-star rating, even if you don't like it, but that's impossible because it's a great episode. It's a, it's a great show, so do give it a five-star rating. It all helps uh, with the podcast. Um, and share. Share with your
1: share friends. With let share. people know.
0: And if you haven't got any friends, go into the street and just start hollering it. You <laughs> just know,
1: start shouting.
0: <laughs> Knocking on doors. Like It's fine. We, we'll, we'll, we'll let it happen. We, we, we tell you it's okay to do that. Um... I think that's the uh, the boring stuff out of the way. Um, so yeah, today's episode: what scares you in horror? But but before we get into that, me and T um, did three episodes back in the spring of last year on our individual top fives in horror. But we have a new host here on the show. It's time we need to we need to find out what your top five in horror is it is are. English. What is your top five in the world of horror? My mm. top five. My top five. I had... I didn't have difficulty
1: with this, to be honest. I had more than five, I'm sure, when you and, uh, you and T did your oh, yeah. whittling down to five was, um,
0: oh, was difficult.
1: I've got a definitive top three. Like, my oh, top three okay. doesn't change. But the four and five spots, there's been... I say over this sort of last week, I've been thinking about it, there's been maybe half a dozen films that have cycled through the, the four and five.
0: I will Um, say, um, I will say when I did my top five, I, I would say mine were not in order apart from the number one. mm -hmm. Number one is my, my all time favorite horror film, but number two to five could be, yeah, could mix them up. So that's, that's fair. That's
1: fair enough. Um, so, but yeah, I have, I have settled on five, um, that will, like I say, it'll probably be out of date if you ask me again tomorrow. Um, but and. I, I believe there's a little bit of overlap with yours. Oh, A little bit on two, I think, if I remember rightly. Well, I me. Mean, um, but yeah, without further ado. Number five. Shut the drum roll. Poltergeist, 1982, the original. All the all the films I mentioned will be originals. Um, well, I think sick. I think that I think there's been a remake of every single one.
0: <laughs> oh my God! There was on a Poltergeist remake.
1: There was a Poltergeist remake, which I haven't seen actually. Holy um, shit! There was. Like I said, yeah, there is there is a remake of every single film on my list, and I have seen two of those remakes. Mm. No, that's all a lie. Three of those remakes. Um, but I wow. In terms of my list, it's the it's the OGs, it's the originals. Yeah. Yeah, I never saw. I never, saw, I never Bunch Bunch saw the original. Uh, never saw the original. I never saw the remake of of Poltergeist. Mm. Um, I saw the trailer for it, and they seemed to weigh heavily on the clown doll, um, which is only a really small part of the original. If you've seen it, have you seen
0: yeah. it? Yes, you I know? have. And uh, it's You're gonna a say, film. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a Are you film. Like it? You're not a fan. I it no it's not a bad film it's not a bad film at all I it be, because of what it is and it, it, this what I'm about to say is actually true but it's such a Spielberg horror film Yeah yeah it, yeah, yeah. Ju- it is a sp- partly sp- partly Spielberg film but it feels like a Spielberg
1: film. It definitely does. There's something about yeah. the way Spielberg makes films that yeah. are quintessentially Spielberg. You could take out the Poltergeist then you could slip E.T. into that film yeah, and, be, exactly. and it is it's the, yeah 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 definitely. Um and I mean, you know, it, it's my list and these films are on there for for whatever reasons. In terms of Poltergeist. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. It's one of the, it's it's on there because it's one of those horror films that i saw um at an early age and i I got a bit obsessed with it and i watched it a lot and there was there was a couple of films that me and my cousin used to watch mm. like every day or you know every couple of days we we were we were obsessed with it mm. so i used to watch poltergeist i've seen poltergeist i have watched it for many years but i watched it a lot for you know when i when i first saw it um, yeah. So yeah, it's not necessarily on there because it's, it's scary or particularly or anything like that. It's It's got a good nostalgia vibe for me because it was one that. of those films I really enjoyed as a kid.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I get that. I, it, yeah, it's a, uh, 1982. I didn't realize it was that old. Wow. And then we saw the sequels. I I personally enjoyed it. Um, it's one of those ones like Cannibal Holocaust where from the cursed films episode it has a fascinating backstory to it that film yeah it does indeed uh, it's sad but fascinating uh... mm-hmm.
1: yeah um so yeah i love it i mean if there's anybody out there that hasn't seen poltergeist basic premise is family move into a new builder state and spooky things start happening centering around the the young the young girl of the family the Caroline, the daughter um, and it, it later transpires that these spooky goings on are occurring because the estate was built on top of a of cemetery. Mm. <laughs> of course, it was. Um, yeah, where they moved the headstones, but not the uh, not the bodies underneath. Which they um, actually
0: used real bodies, didn't they? In the film, and they did. Yeah. yeah, that
1: is that is one of the big sort of fun facts about yeah, Poltergeist oh, is, fun. Is, <laughs> is, is that in sort of the climactic scene in the, in a swimming pool a lot of cadavers pop out of the ground yeah. um, which should will be up there for the Oscar for best dead rising out of the ground scene <laughs> no I've got i
0: I've got a video that says different over it okay
1: um but yeah yeah apparently they were real uh real
0: skeletons
1: mm. um which it's is... parody
0: to hell as well? Has it? I mean, in like uh I'd say pop pop culture entertainment, mm-hmm. it it gets it. I mean, Scary Movie is probably the the most famous one. Scary Movie Two, it's it's one of the main films that it's um parodying. The clown it... has a scene. With, oh um, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Like it's and, and other moments from it and. I think it's been parodied in Simpsons, Family Guy, maybe set, like just little things like yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. Which... There are little,
1: little references. It is, it's, you know, it is. It's one of those. It was a. It's, it's a, a big film. It's a big film. Yeah, I, I'm not too hot on the sequel. I would say I'm not too hot on the sequels. I have seen them. I don't remember them anywhere near as well. Um, but that, the missed. first one was, um, was yeah, it was a. I, I watched it a ton. The scene where the guy peels his face off in the mirror. Yeah, I absolutely loved that scene. It was brilliant. Um, I think
0: I think one of my my favourite bits about it was uh, it's a little thing, but I'm a big fan of an actor. I'm just looking it up now because I can't remember his name. Say so I'm a big fan of him. Uh, bu- 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 he is also in Return of the Living Dead One and Two. Um, oh! Strange things have been. IMDb started playing the trailer. Sorry about that for the audio listeners of <laughs> this is i should have had this ready what's his name what's his name what's his name what's his name james karen uh so he plays mr teague in the film
1: um i'm not sure what, it does and what i'm trying it. to remember who mr teague is
0: yeah is uh, he
1: he's possibly one of the property developers maybe
0: oh well, this is embarrassing, isn't it? I shouldn't have brought it up.
1: But <laughs> well, that's the thing about the Dreadcast, is we, we like to fly by the seat of our pants. It's, ne- it's
0: an... Inf- never said, yeah, we never said we were going to be accurate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's an informal chat. We want to we want to pique your interest enough to go and watch these films for yourself.
0: He's the boss. Uh, he is the boss. Here we go, as the webpage loads up. He is the boss of Steve Freeling. He was the one who built a living place yeah. called... I guess the day in California. There we go. Yeah. He's, He's yeah. the guy. It's you move the headstones, but not the bodies. Yeah. He's Big fan him. of him. Big fan of him. I didn't expect that to be on your list. I, well, I don't, I don't know what I expected on your list. but that I, Like I said, like okay. I
1: said the, the, the bottom two spots, they were, you know, uh, shout out to the Ormond, which nearly mm. made the list. Um, switched. I switched out at the last minute for that nostalgia reason, for the reason that, yeah, it was one that I, I watched a lot. Um, and again, I like I say, I've not seen it for a long time, so I probably should give it another give it another spin. Just to
0: have you ever seen the gate? The gate because it's not a poltergeist film, but it's the same sort of setting of set in a house, Steven. mysterious, mysterious uh, paranormal oh. things keep happening. Stephen it, Dorff. Like, yeah, and it's it's e- like I- evil coming from a, a I don't know a portal gate <laughs> down yeah, the ground outside. Yeah, I-
1: I think I have seen it. I think I have seen it. Oh, wait, that, it possi- to me,
0: reminds me a bit of Poltergeist, but I think yeah. I preferred it. I think I preferred that to it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a few years after, but... Yeah. It's definitely that sort of, yeah. Yeah, kids left home alone, accidentally unleash a horde of malevolent demons from a mysterious exactly. hole in their suburban backyard. And yeah, know. I
0: hate it when that happens. <laughs>
1: It was the '80s. Kids got left alone all the time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I think I have seen that a long time ago. It's great. And feel, it does, folks. it does feel. Yeah, it's definitely got similarities there. Um, and again, kind of like you were saying about Poltergeist being very Spielberg esque, mm. The Gate also has that kind of could be a kids movie, oh, could yeah. be a family, could be a family movie. Um. Yeah, fair one. So yeah, that's Ooh. number five. Here, here's one, just,
0: just before you move on, and kind of related to our topic today, mm-hmm. did you find Guys originally scary when you watched it?
1: Oh, no, I don't think mm. I did. I don't think I did. Mm. Um, There's... Let me just... No, I didn't, but it has elements... There's in the beginning when just before things burst out properly and and mm. you know it all it kicks off. off. Mm. There's a scene where um, I think they go into the kitchen and all the furniture's stacked up.
0: Mm. I love that scene.
1: Now, as we'll get onto things like that, do I do find creep me out now, and they work very well. Yep. That sort of weird stuff going on in the background kind of thing Mm. but no at the time i don't know i just i I loved it i thought it was it was great no part. i don't think i found any of it particularly maybe the clown doll bit was a bit creepy but again i was still getting over that child's play trauma (laughs) at the time as well so yeah (laughs) Um, yeah fair fair play anything with anything with dolls kind of kind of worked so, yeah, maybe a little bit, but overall, nah, I, I, I don't think so. Um, But the next film, Dawn of the Dead, number four, Dawn of the Dead.
0: And now you're about to say Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead.
1: <laughs> Which I have seen, is one of the remakes I have seen.
0: Yeah.
1: Which um, we discussed and I, I today. It. And we did just talk about <laughs> it today, Yeah. <laughs> Um, see if you can guess what the other one is. (laughs) It was on the same post.
0: Mm. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. Um,
1: but yeah, but as I say, we're talking about the originals, so yeah, the 1978 OG Dawn of the Dead. And again, similar, similar story to Poltergeist. They just had that, I've got that nostalgia with it. Yeah, um, from being slightly older, I was a teenager. Um used to kick around, well, still do, kick around with uh, a good friend of mine, Joe, who introduced it to uh, me to it. Um, he had a couple of older brothers, so I think he was always getting his hands on films that were probably a, a little bit... I mean, we're talking maybe 14, yep. 13, 14 sort of age. Um, and he had yeah, he had a couple of older brothers, so he was able to get his hands on a few bits and pieces that we probably shouldn't have been watching. Naughty, naughty. Um, but yeah... Absolutely loved Dawn of the Dead, Zombies that got me into that whole zombies post-apocalyptic stuff. Yeah. Um and yeah, I mean, you know, this this was on your list, wasn't it? Am I right in thinking Man, this was
0: I can't wait till we eventually do an episode on this film because I can yeah. talk for fucking hours on this. It's mm-hmm. it is on my list. It's probably if it's in the it's in two to five, but if I was to list it, it would probably be four, number four as well. Mm-hmm. It's. I see. I see George Romero's Dead series as more of a trilogy. I, I was never yeah. a fan of Land of the Dead. No. Night, Night really of the Dead. This. Night of the Dead is the classic. Dawn of the Dead is important, but Day of the Dead is his best film, Ooh. with the best effects. I, it's, it's on the Tom Savini's probably um, masterpiece, I believe. Really? Um, yeah. I. I. I, I, I I prefer Dawn of the Dead. I, it's a weird, it's a weird one to say. It's, it's like how I've described uh, X and Pearl to people. I think X is the better horror, but Pearl is the better film.
2: Okay. Um,
0: Dawn of the Dead is the most important one, I think, out of all of it, all, mm-hmm. all of them. And I, I agree. Dawn, Dawn is Dawn's fantastic, and like it, the remake is one of the best remakes in horror. And that's yeah. a that's a hard group to get into.
1: Um, yeah, I really days. enjoyed it. Massively enjoyed the remake. Thought it was great. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, don't, but the original is is brilliant, and it was the first of. It was the. I, I'm I'm with you that. Night, night of dawn and day, the the three, mm. to bother with, um, land is, not
0: very. Land's good. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's...
1: What was the other one? Diary.
0: Diary, and then was there survival? I believe there was What's... survival of the dead um i yeah, don't know baby. if that was done by george a romero though uh forget that one survival was
1: the uh not survival sorry diary was the the handy cam found yeah. footage which was i i think i remember seeing a film called zombie diaries around the same time which is basically the same thing and there was a lot of like let's film everything on camcorders because it makes it real yeah that was the
0: trend that's a whole yeah. other discussion there about pov yeah. and <laughs> Yeah, there goes go, Survivor so, of the dead, sixth entry. Yeah, after dying. Oh, the dead. right. I don't yeah. And I've it was Georgian. I we don't need to. Um, <laughs> Fair let, look at it. it, it cost four million to make, it made three hundred and eighty grand in the box office. Ooh. So. Dawn Ouch. is superior. <laughs> mm, yeah. Do you know, do you know the reason for the title change of The Living Dead not being in it? Uh the, no. The st- I, don't, I don't think I do a oh, fun fact for you. So, George A. Romero and John Russo uh, created Night of the Living Dead. They both went their separate ways, but John Russo took the rights for Living Dead. Okay? Ah, okay. And helped create Return of the Living Dead. The Return of the Living Dead 1. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's why it stayed there. Ah, and okay. Then George A. Romero um, obviously lost it, so it went to Dawn of the Dead rather than Dawn of the Living Dead day of the dead
1: i see i see it's I a little thing and then you've oh, got i did always the, wonder if those films were related though so i guess technically they are yeah i mean loosely, you know yeah they've, they've got a common ancestor i mean the um, films
0: that are really related are fulci's zombie yeah yeah we, oh I, again, I think i feel like i talk about this nearly every other episode <laughs> how, it's how it's so convoluted Convoluted the titling of Zombie Flesh Eater Zombie 2 is and how it's related to Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. How it's meant to be the sequel. I think the sequel to Dawn of the Dead. I, I, I'm not getting into it again. It's just ridiculous. The story's out there, guys. Look yeah, Good call. Um, Good pick.
1: Good pick. Yeah, so yeah, I loved it. And it, as I say, it was the first, it was the first of that trilogy that I watched. Um and I just I just I mean, I don't know. I loved I love the the shopping mall stuff because I think everybody's fantasized about being locked in, yeah. a shopping mall, being able to do what you want, and there's all that sort of stuff going on, and, um, you know, there's the, it, the there's the the intelligent, the highbrow political commentary and social commentary that Romero's films had. Um yeah. I love the effects. Oh yeah, some of them a little bit wonky with the weird green skin and luminous yep. orange blood but i love it it's it's so good and the the i occasionally get that song stuck in my head you know the like the kind of music elevator i'll just find myself like it'll be cooking away or whatever i'm doing and just start it just pops in there and i can't get it out
0: i love that movie so much you mentioned about the um Sort of political stuff that he, he adds in the, the opening scene in the newsroom is so good where people are just losing their fucking mind and the doctor's just there like, hey, like yeah pictures, they're all relax, sweaty
1: and the relax. tie's open and-
0: yeah <laughs> and he's trying to explain what's going on but people are just losing their fucking mind and George Romero is in that shot as well he's um, oh, right, a really? little cameo yeah you can see him he's behind one of the control panels
1: yeah, it's got it's it's great, and the like some of the sweeping shots over oh, yeah. like, the the empty towns and the it's it's brilliant. And and what I what I like about I mean, you kind of get a it's a bit of a weird one is Dawn because you get the impression that it's been going on, mm. the the outbreak has been going on elsewhere, mm. but we're seeing the beginning of it. In that particular area, mm-hmm. because you've got the SWAT team going into the the apartment building, and obviously a lot of those people in there are alive, and they find the, the
2: apartment building.
1: Um, they find the zombies in the in the basement. So yeah. you kind of think like, oh, it's, or maybe there's been an attempt to quarantine it. The the point is, you don't. It, it's just started. It's just it throws you in there, and that's what I like about a lot of zombie fiction is hmm. I don't need to see an origin story, I don't need to see how it started, I don't need to see monkeys batting scientists in laboratories. Yep. I just want to be dropped into this world where it's all gone to shit straight away, you know.
0: I also don't need a reason or them to find out this is why it's happening. This is how we can fix them. No. No, don't, don't need, need that. It. Don't need uh, it the I only need... one that gets the exception is Brain Dead slash dead or alive, where he gets bitten by the rat monkey at the beginning. <laughs> that's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's a whole different kettle of fish Also, I love that movie though. Oh, gotcha. Um, but yeah, no, I loved. I absolutely loved Dawn. I remember, say, I watched it, ran to my friend's house, and then on my way out, I was like, "Can I borrow it?" So I took, I took the tape on, I took his tape on with me, and watched it again a couple more times before I got back to it. Yeah, brilliant, amazing. Look at that thing of
0: beauty the 4k uh collector's edition see
1: 4k (laughs) collector's editions are so beautiful but i don't have anything to play them on so i can't i can't justify getting them
0: (laughs) you um you have xbox which one
1: the one or the, oh, the that's oh, the that.
0: generation with uh, the PS4 generation, not the, the new yeah. Xbox. Oh, yeah, That's no, a not shitter. Oh, man. Not yet. Not yet. It needs this a 4K player, then. But I
1: need a, I need a 4K player and I need a TV to display it as well.
0: That's as well. Well, so, there you go.
1: It's it, yeah.
0: When we set up our Patreon, the uh, first goal will be to get Aiden a 4K player.
1: Crowdfund me a 4K <laughs> player.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Pretty please. So- just, just so I can buy some nice box sets. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, hmm. um, we'll do. We'll definitely do an episode in dorm because we could talk for a long time.
1: Yeah, that. definitely. I adore that film. Mm-hmm. And again, I, you know, just, just give me another reason to watch it. Just give me a reason to watch it. Yep. But yeah, yep. uh, and you know, honourable, honourable mention to the, um, to the to the remake. It was, yep. it was great. That the opening scene of that remake is, like I said, you don't need to see where it all started. But it is good to see how the characters get involved, uh, do, you know what I mean. So mm. she get it starts with the the little girl wandering in, and even
0: even the end of that film in the credits it where, so quick. but the credits where they don't actually yeah. survive.
1: Not a yeah, lot of yeah, people yeah. have seen that scene. <laughs> I forgot they go because there's a bit on a boat and they open the yeah. cooler and there's a head in it, and then yeah. they get to what they think is safety on an island or something. Yeah. and if I remember rightly, a horde comes charging out of like the tree line. Yes, nobody survives. Great. No, <laughs> which is <laughs> which that's I great. love. Yeah, great. <laughs> it is. It is. I. I There's a big thing generally in horror films. If if people don't, I love I love horror films where people don't survive, where nobody gets away. Yeah, because I I, I find that like a hundred times more realistic in yep. the majority of situations. Like. There ain't no final girl. There ain't no final anybody. You know what exactly, I mean? It's,
0: exactly.
1: Um Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally forgot about that. That credits because it, it runs alongside the credits, doesn't it? It's yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Good shout, man. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that's great. And I think that does just bump it up that little bit. Does. Was... Don't they? Don't get away. <laughs> no.
2: So what's number three? Yeah, no,
1: definitely good. Uh, so yeah, number three, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And again, we're talking originals. We're talking about the OG 1974.
0: We're talking the greatest I mean, horror film ever made. That's it we're is. It's
1: what we're talking. It, well, it's not because it's not in well, the top is. spot. But, <laughs> it is. I mean, but it, it, is. Is. <laughs> yeah, well, it is. It is. It's, yeah, it's so good for... Yeah. There isn't an episode on this, is there?
0: No, I've been...
1: You did the new we, one, you did the 2022 one.
0: Yes, and we'll never discuss yeah. that ever again. But no. there's a lot of classics I've been trying to hold off on because I don't want to blow the load at once, <laughs> all at once, you know? <laughs> fair enough, um, fair enough. Why, which is why back at Halloween, we didn't do Halloween original, we did Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> sure,
1: sure, sure, I appreciate that. But no, that. I appreciate th- that. this
0: episode will take me, I, when we do it, it will take me a lot of time to get my notes down. It might yeah, be a yeah, two-parter, yeah. like, oh man it's perfect
1: Uh, again again it is it is phenomenal um and just excuse me just recently i've been listening to a lot of um horror related stuff um and documentaries and things like that and there's a reason this is a classic it comes up time and time and again people uh, you know you can we can talk about it we could talk about it endlessly Mm-hmm. That it's just so good, but what I love the most about it, and this is one that I do find, I did find scary when I first saw it, Same. it's creepy as hell, mm-hmm. it's not yep. the violence, which is all very minimal as you know. many people talking about this film have said, there's not as much violence in this film as you think there is, there's a there's lot no of goal. like, there's no gore. There's nope. a lot of stuff that's kind of implied. You know, your memory makes it worse than what you're what it actually is, and that's brilliant. That is yep. just phenomenal, and uh, and yeah, it's so creepy and like watching it, and you, yeah, you get that sense that this stuff's been happening before, and lingering shots on like the the kind of scarecrow effigy exhumed body at the beginning and
0: oh yeah the grave when they dug the yeah. grave up yeah, yeah 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 it
1: just it's just gritty and nasty yeah um, and yeah the, the tone and the mood of it and bleak
0: everything you've just said I'm going to have to just take out the notes of the part of what scares me for our upcoming discussion. <laughs> oh, get rid of that, because I've put down gritty, grainy... <laughs> the, the, I, I 100% agree with what you're saying, yeah. and I think the thing I've always narrowed it down to is that that film feels like you're watching a documentary yeah. that was shot by the Sawyer family themselves. Yeah. It feels like that the, the family have done have, mm-hmm. a shooting this. And it, it's too... I mean, granted, it's a 70s film, so the, the film's not good. I mean, it is getting restored to 4K and coming out, I believe, in February. Very excited mm-hmm. to see that. But the grainiest will still be there. But it's that 70s grainy film. It just adds so much more texture to... Um, no, Not literally, texture to uh, the, real, the realness of it. It feels real. Mm-hmm. And especially with the, the title crawl at the beginning. It makes it makes you think. Yep. Oh, okay. Did this happen? Did this actually happen? And they're just uh, portraying it like it's it's brutal.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I remember reading something years ago that people people did a lot of people did think it was real, and there were people that claimed yep. that they'd been psychiatric nurses in the wards where Leatherface had been like incarcerated after the fact, and th- there was there was all sorts of like mythology around it that because people did think it was real and it would have been toby hooper's 80th birthday yesterday so i think i saw
0: uh, that yes
1: yeah oh i found out about 10 minutes before we started recording no. <laughs> I was like, oh, probably, probably, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna mention that i'm gonna get that in there
0: another thing with that film that goes hand in hand with discussion in the minute that, it's not, that there's not there's there's an incredible jump scare in texas Exchange. if you've never seen text Massacre, the original there is an incredible jump scare that uh you won't see coming it's uh spoilers right now Three, two, one. it's when sally is pushing franklin around at the end in the dark and he suddenly sally i think i hear something turn around and oh yeah yeah and yeah it just that that is a fantastic jump scare it's not it's not a, a modern day quiet and then suddenly
1: like, yeah, the music. You know it's coming.
0: Yeah, you know. Okay, here comes the monster. this this didn't creep up in from you. And there's a, another part earlier on. and I'm not going to go onto this too much. <laughs> where oh god, my mind is blanking. I'm tired from work. Um, one of our main group enters the house. The one of the male, one of the men, and he goes further into the house. Trips, and Leverface just appears with a mallet and whacks it's, him in the head
1: yeah it's that first kill
0: there's no jump scare it's just like the pig sound the whack of the mallet mm. the whack of the mallet again drags him in the jump scare sound that you'd normally get comes when he slams shut the door because that's the yeah. impactful like Rar, okay you've just witnessed it makes some, that
1: dirge sound yeah yeah
0: you've just witnessed some crazy shit and, and now it's, it's like right let's go <laughs>
1: And it, it 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 does come out of nowhere. It does just yeah. like bang, and then and things ramp up very quickly after that. And that it's yeah, it, it's the whole film kind of follows that. Is that scarier? Model.
0: You just you're just in your house, and suddenly something like a lef face just walks by into your room. That that's more terrifying than. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but yeah definitely it's good yeah shout.
1: again good sh- another one that's, that's going to be a long episode i think when we do that one
0: and a solid reason. remake
1: yes again Fantastic another good remake. remake yeah um yeah i mean that's how many are there though there's there's a couple of different ones isn't there
0: You've got the re- 2003 remake. You've then got the prequel that came after that in the same universe. You've then got uh, Texas. I think check. It's called Texas Chainsaw 3D, which is when the 3D craze. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Which was awful.
0: Um, tried to reboot 3D. Yep, that's when our final girl finds out she's related to Leatherface. And then we had a film called Leatherface. Which yep. was basically another prequel film in its own universe, which was horrendously bad. And then we had Netflix's one, which yeah, shockingly, which folks, shockingly,
1: just terrible. It. Just so, terrible. Um,
0: what's the first four? The fourth one <laughs> is fun as anything.
1: Um. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas Chainsaw cool. Massacre, the original, definitely. Um, Brilliant choice. Absolutely. Number two. Number two. So, yes, yeah, so as I said, my top three don't shift. Like, So it's, it's always these three. Okay. Uh, number two, Evil Dead. The original Evil Dead. Nice. Very nice. Absolute classic. And, again, another one that my, my good friend Joe introduced me to when we were teenagers. Um, and we just got a little bit obsessed with, and we used to watch it time and time again and it's it's just it's just brilliant i love the animation i love reading it I've, like since i've re- um i've read bruce campbell's uh autobiography if chins could kill and he oh, talks cool. a lot in a lot in that about how they made it and you know sticking doll heads on planks of wood and shaking them around and like when we watched it the the effects did look wonky K. Yeah. You know, it, at times, and quite clearly, that, that is something on a broomstick, or, you know, this is. Hey, if it works. See, you know. can see lighting in shots and stuff like that. But there are some genuinely scary moments in that.
0: Yes, there are.
1: Particularly it's... centered around um, Nancy, is it? Ash's girlfriend. I think she's the first one to go. No, Linda. Linda.
0: I love what Strum. you're doing like what I did, where these are my, my favourite films. My <laughs> Absolutely top favorite I love films love them. No, who who the fuck them. who was in it? What what happened? What
1: <laughs> I, I probably I probably should have said this earlier, but I never pay attention to what characters are called, who's directed a thing, or just oh, I get immersed in the film but don't re- pay attention to names. Bunch of absolute
0: all. hacks we are. <laughs> absolute hacks.
1: But that's why we're so entertaining, Tom.
0: That must be it. That must be it. Um,
1: um, but yeah, I love that. But yeah, um, like Linda. I used to have. I think I don't know if it was my phone ringtone at one point, but I had the nursery rhyme that Linda sings when she's first possessed.
2: Nah, nah,
1: nah, nah. Yeah, we're coming to get you. And I was just, and I was like, it used to scare the shit out of me every time it went off. I was like, why have I done this? Um,
0: yeah. There hadn't really been. I, I can't think of anything before this that had their sort of visual look, the the, the demonic visual look mm. that they have. Especially when she's in the basement, popping trying to pop up the um, yeah basement hatch. I'm looking at the image now. Like white to the eyes, greenish mm-hmm. face with scratches, out blood just cu- water falling out of her mouth. It's yeah, yeah. It's horrific.
1: I mean, it is. It is. I'm looking at this uh, probably the same image, and yeah, that that'd stand up today
0: oh without doubt without that would
1: stand yeah. up today as, as a you know a horrific image yeah but again, yeah this has got a lot going for it for for horror what i think are successful horror tropes what things that scare me it's got possession it's got being trapped it's got um it's got everything and but you know from teenage me's point of view it had so I was told it was a zombie film. Yeah. So my, the way my mate Joe presented it to me he was like, Oh, I've got this other zombie film. And I guess I can see why he described it that way. I mean, it's not a zombie film in the same way Dawn of mm. the Dead is, but yeah. there's rotting creatures getting chopped up. So, I, you know, I was like, it's a zombie film, but I wasn't prepared for it being what it actually is, which is, you know, pos- possession with a lot of gore and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, absolutely loved it. I mean, I love this. I love the Evil Dead franchise. Yeah. Uh the sequels are great for different reasons, but obviously, the Evil Dead, the original, is played as a horror film. It's played as a straight horror film. Mm. Then maybe I'm trying to think now. Are there
0: any? Is there any comedy in that, or
1: did that all come through in the second one?
0: Well, I was about I to ask you because this. Obviously, I don't both. Think there not, is. No, I think because the second the second film is is basically a redoing of the first film yeah in a way but they went a bit more goofy Mm -hmm. with it so the first one is a scarier film the second one I would say has better production quality to it Mm -hmm. like they learned a lot of lessons from the first one they probably had a bigger budget so it's hard to tell which one's the better film if you want the better horror you go with the first one if you want the funner film maybe you go with the second one and then What's good, right? It's
1: auto playing in the background. It's distracting.
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't it's hear actually... it,
1: but I can just see it, and I'm like, oh, I'm watching The Evil Dead now.
0: Thankfully, it's not a franchise that has any. Re- I mean, Army of Darkness is a, not even a guilty pleasure. It's great fun. Army it's brilliant. I love it. It's fantastic.
1: It's got it's it's got skeleton warriors, in... which I've, is ticks another massive box because I was a huge jason and the argonauts fan when i was a kid so it's got it's got that whole fantasy yeah. nights and stuff going on which i love as well so yeah I, I absolutely adore the whole the whole franchise i am so psyched for the new one um, yeah and another great remake
0: um when we did the evil dead rise trailer reaction uh last one t did um he'd never seen the remake of were dead i was like, mate you've we you have to watch this i it's an underrated remake i feel it's
1: brilliant it it's is brilliant really good and it and i think i think we've talked about it previously and mm. it, uh, it's it's got that same bleak gritty dark it's it's yeah, it's disgusting. It's horrible. <laughs> it is disgusting. <laughs> like, oh man, in, the, in tongue... the nicest possible way, it is disgusting. It, it...
0: The tongue's... I, I went
1: I went to see that. I went to see that at the cinema, and I was expecting a bunch... It k- keeps you on your toes, because I was expecting a bunch of jump scares. Yeah. And it, it doesn't... It doesn't... It bails out of every jump scare... But it keeps that tension, and that's the best bit of a jump scare, is the tension. I hate the actual jumping out bit, but the tension uh, precluding it is that's what I like. Yeah. And it was just moment like that, moment like that, moment like that, just intercut with horrible moments of needles going into eyes and really uncomfortable, just
0: uncomfortable
1: injuries. Um, (laughs) It's just, yeah.
0: the tongue slicing in half and then and then going in for the French kiss
1: oh Mm -hmm. man I mean that I mean shout out to the original for the pencil in the ankle because that's that's a similar
0: I think you mean pencil in an apple (laughs) that's how they did it
1: (laughs) that is a similar kind of I can you can feel that injury Um, well the the
0: original jump scare in that is the um, she's at the window and she's I can't remember the character is it is it the first it must be the first one one um, well, of the main characters, she sat out at the window, repeating a phrase, and then suddenly turns yes. to the camera. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a big time jump scare for the film. Yeah, yeah. There
1: are there are some there are some jump scares in that. Yeah. I mean, generally, I'm not a fan, but they can but they can be okay. They can be they done. They can well. work. But yeah, that's uh, that's my number two pick. The the original original right. Evil Dead. Numero uno. Numero uno, and I don't know. This might this might strike you as an odd choice. I'm not sure, but mm. 1973's The Wicker Man. Oh, wow! It's a bit out there. It's a bit. Out, it's, I know. It's. Oh, I've it's never seen turn. The Wicker Man.
0: Oh, never seen Thomas. The Wicker Man. What I have seen
1: is not the bees. <laughs> no, well, I haven't, and I will. I refuse. To watch, I refuse to really even acknowledge that exists. so I will He's, not watch that.
0: I will not have Nick Cage slander on this podcast. What? No,
1: <laughs> no, I, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge <laughs> Nick Cage fan, but my love for the Wicker Man trumps anything that Nick Cage has ever done. And one day I will watch it. One day I probably should watch it just so mm. I can kind of rip yeah. that band aid off. But yeah, I've I'm never not... seen it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. But I'm, uh, well, it is it is brilliant but I've obviously I'm going to say that it's my number one horror film it's probably my number one film wow like, i i love it i love it wow. and it's so creepy it's it's got it it gives me chills and it still gives me chills now it's it's just it, from the start to the finish it's creepy as hell so you know a, again who well i say who's not seen it but you've not seen it um, (laughs) so yeah quick quick run through of the plot is policeman comes to scottish island to investigate a missing child he's been contacted he's had a letter sent to him saying we've got a mission missing child come and help us find her Mm. and he finds out that this island is they follow the the old ways they're they're a pagan society there's lots of Sun worship and different um rites going on. He's a devout Christian. Yep. And he basically, and it, it's it's such a strange film for such a number of reasons. But the, most of the way through, he's looking for this girl, and he gets the runaround from everybody on the island. They right. tell him one thing. They point. He's just he's just on a wild goose chase. He's following red herring after red herring after red herring. And you can see him getting so frustrated and it's almost comical, the fact that he's getting so frustrated. And then there's a big, huge twist at the end where it turns out that he's been brought there to fulfil one of their rites, one of their uh, rituals. And it's it's just so good, just the way it's done. Um, and it's and it's bizarre. It's a bizarre film. There's lots of musical numbers in there. It almost is a musical at some point. It's really very strange. You've you've got to watch it, man. You really you've got to watch
0: it. Okay, okay. I will. Um, I will.
1: But yeah, I would. Uh, I, yeah, I'd recommend this to anybody. It's it's so good. Christopher Lee's in it. it is yeah, absolutely I've phenomenal. Seen that. A little bit hammy at times, but it just adds to the effect. But yeah, that the sort of end scene where the it all it all kicks off, and the, the community come together, and there's a big scene where they're singing a hymn um, and all sort of swaying, and it's yeah, it still gives me the creeps now, and it's such See, a I... subtle slow burn. But I
0: okay. assume now, by the fact you've said this is your favorite horror film and film, that you probably really enjoyed Midsummer the other day i did sure. i did and it was the
1: second time i'd seen it it was okay. the second time i'd seen it okay. it wasn't wasn't the first time i watched it but yeah it's uh, I, again i've been down a bit of a folk horror rabbit hole just recently um yep. wicker man being one of the original there's there's yeah, three there's, there's three films there's wicker man blood on satan's claw and witchfinder general that are kind of the generally accepted as being the original trilogy of not that they're related, but the original trilogy of folk horror films. And then just recently, the last few years with films like Midsummer and, uh, kill list, which I watched and a, a couple yep. of other different things. There's been this sort of revival of folk horror. Um, and I've kind of been down a rabbit hole just recently trying to watch things that I've missed out on. And I've been reading around the subject and uh, roundabout things. And, uh, yeah, that's why I decided to give Midsummer another spin, and it's it's up there with the Wicker Man. For this, I, the Wicker Man's better in my opinion. But if you like Midsummer, there's no reason why you wouldn't like Wicker Man because it follows the same kind of beats. It's, it's I see mm. that film very much as like an updated
0: version. Mm. Midsummer.
1: Mm. You're not keen.
0: Uh, I had a bad cinema experience watching it. Ah. But even on rewatch, whew, uh, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I think. I think it's the director, because I wasn't the biggest Hereditary fan.
1: Oh, see. I liked Hereditary. Mm. Out of the two, I probably prefer Hereditary to Midsummer.
0: I agree. If I had to pick two, I'd probably go with Hereditary. But I, I think, yeah, I think it was more of a, a director's issue than the film itself and the bad film experience. But. Mm. I like the settings. Like I like the idea of the setting of the Wicker Man. I like the settings of Midsummer. So I do like this sort of um where
1: I think idea. where the two differ I think mm. where the two differ the most is the community in um the community in the Wicker Man yeah. are a lot more normal mm.
2: than the
1: community in Midsummer. Midsummer is Although, although in the Wickerman it is an isolated community, it's an island. They're not walking around in robes, they're wearing, you know, not, well, it's the 70s, but they're wearing normal clothes and, you know, they, they live. Apart from the religion that they're practicing, yeah. it, it's as normal as any sort of other community of the time, um, which, which kind of adds to, makes the weirdness a little bit more jarring um whereas in midsummer because it's like a, a commune and there's all these robes and it, it it they all live in a big bunkhouse together and it's not a quote unquote normal way of living then the weirdness is sort of lost among how the 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 really obvious different way of living i guess
0: and stem yeah
1: uh, um but yeah, I did. I did like Midsummer, but I must admit, the first time I watched it, the first somebody recommended it to me, mm. and I watched it, and they they said, "Oh, what did you think of that?" And I, the first thing I said was, Wicker Man does it better." Like if that was just my okay. my knee-jerk reaction to it. Was like, "Yeah, it's good, but Wicker Man does this
0: better." I think um, I appreciate Wicker Man as well because one of the things that bothered me with Midsummer, which bothers me with certain films, is uh, just get the fuck out of there. Okay, yeah. you just you've just seen them. I did, did. Do they? They push someone off a cliff and then they start bashing his head in. Uh, uh, how's about let's get the fuck out <laughs> of it now? Yeah. Like, I mean, I
1: think, I think a couple of the other people do leave at that point, or do it. Yeah, the yeah, we think they leave at that point. Um,
0: but if the thing yeah. with Wickerman is just saying it's a policeman, he's, he's he's doing the job, he's got the duty, he's got a he's got a a direction to head in, mm-hmm. you know, where whichever way it diverts, and this cult as you as you say that, but they're 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 not in robes or whatever they're normal people. yeah they're yeah. a bit cool. that that feels a bit more i don't want say normal to me but a little i mean less... they're not then uh, you,
1: you they're not a cult yeah really i mean they kind of are, but they're not it's not presented in that same way you know what i mean The the mm. it is that you know there's a lady that live, the there's a school there's a lady that works at the post office the you know there's the fisherman. It, it it's very much just a normal, a normal little village from outside appearances. He stays at the pub, um, you know the it it's just that they have this other religion that they follow, and that and it's yeah. a, and it's mentioned. It's not even a secret. It's mentioned throughout the film. Um, Sergeant Howe, played by Edward Woodward, the main character. He's he's a devout Christian and he, he complains basically from start to finish that, you know, you, or oh, he's, he's got his nose turned up that, you know, they're not Christians and you shouldn't be following. He's told several times that, like, well, we just do it differently. We're not, you know, we're not bad people. It doesn't make yeah. us any, any bad, you know, it doesn't make us as evil or anything. We just, we just do things differently. And this is what works for us. And that's what works for you. But yes, he is, is he's, he's this figure of authority as well. So, he has, oh, as far as he's concerned, he's this figure of authority, and he's got this right to be there, and everybody should be. They're not, co- they're not cooperating, and he's frustrated, and it's yeah, it's just so good. Eh? They give him the runaround, and then sort of flip it all off at the end. It's it's brilliant. Um, I
0: I have noted it down. I've definitely because it's one I, I I'm obviously aware of the film. It's just one that's mm-hmm. passed me this for years and years and years. But no, in the coming, however, how long—weeks or months—that is going to get watched <laughs> for you. It's an, ex, it's an
1: experience because, yeah. like I say, the, just you know, the, the the there's so many sort of unique elements to it as well. Mm. Um, like I say, there's a lot of music, weird musical numbers in there and stuff, and bizarre little little things that happen. And it's just yeah, it's just an experience. I love it. It's great film.
0: That's a so, yeah. great top five. There we um, go. That is my my top five. So Poltergeist, Dawn of the Dead, Texas the sorry the Texas Chainsaw the, Massacre, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Evil Dead, the, the Evil Dead, and the Wicker Man. That's the really sounds. That's really cool. That's a good, great top five. Um, yeah,
1: I was quite I was quite pleased if I do say so myself because uh, I felt like I had a little bit of everything in there as well. I think it covers. I cover more genres and...
0: Paranormal, zombies, uh, slasher, uh, what would Evil Dead be? I mean, Evil Dead's... It's a
1: bit of a hybrid, isn't it? It's supernatural. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess it's, I guess it's a possession movie. I guess it's a supernatural possession movie, isn't it? Um, and the Wicker Man folk horror.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah
2: nice. i mean there's a
1: a, there's a good there's a good case to argue that texas chainsaw massacre is more of a folk horror movie than uh, a slasher movie given that there's not actually any gore or much
0: the goriest parts in that film are the beginning i guess the the bodies the the skeletons Mm -hmm. And when he nicks himself in the, uh, th- the <laughs> thigh at the end, uh, yeah. and and Sally, um, and when she's on the truck covered in blood, that's Being probably drenched it. In blood, yeah, 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 that's that's probably it. Um, yeah, solid list. Uh, and I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I didn't expect half of them. <laughs> that's, that's really good. good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah.
1: But yeah, yeah. As like I say, there was there were a couple of other films I could have chucked in there. I was contemplating bringing the Omen up at one point because I've got a lot of love for that. Um, what was it? I, and I did one thing I did notice when I finished was like I've got nothing made after 1982. <laughs> Everything's really old.
0: Yeah, you're right. I never really clocked that. <laughs> Holy shit!
1: And I oh, was like, man. should I put the Evil Dead remake in there? Paranormal Activity, I really like. I should have should put a modern one in there and i was like oh just nah i'll stick i'll stick with what i've got and uh but mine, yeah nothing mine goes nothing up too to modern.
0: 2008 would be my the most modern horror film on my list um and that would be martyrs um wreck was 2007 so yeah 2008 is
1: the most modern the wreck, I get. wreck. Rec could have been in there as well, I ask me ask me tomorrow and Reck will be in there, and polgast will be out or something you know yeah. I, there's a <laughs> there's a few that I could change around quite easily,
0: yeah, well honorable mentions
1: yeah, yeah i
0: um i forgot to dip into what you've been up to as well before we even did the top five so (laughs) books horror like whatever like you know like Mm -hmm. we did before so i am very intrigued though by that book you um sent me today yeah
1: yeah um well as i as i told you it's yeah my new year's resolution to read a bit more this year yeah. So, and, and then now I've started doing this. I thought, oh, I'll uh, I'll mm-hmm. have a look for a few horror books. So I was looking, obviously, for novels and stuff. Yeah. And then just happened across this. So, because I, I think I found another one. I can't remember what it's called now, but it's about slasher films generally. Right. Um. And I thought, oh, that might be interesting. And then there's a couple of folk horror books as well that I saw. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, just general sort of essays on it. And and then I found this one. So yeah, it's uh, my favorite horror movie. Forty-eight essays by horror creators on the film that shaped them. So it's got—I mean, there's a lot of names here that I don't know because
2: it's—it's
1: everything from like writers, editors, you know, writers for *Fangoria*. But that that's uh,
0: cool though rather than just interviewing your your everyday celebrity that uh-huh. everyone knows cuz they'll probably for the most yeah, part yeah. say pretty box standard give pretty box standard answers. Mhm.
1: So yeah, writers, directors, editors, uh, I mean it gives you a little rundown of what they've done. Yeah. Uh it even drops Twitter handles in there. It feels like it's a collection taken from a, like another website or something. I don't know if that's the case. Um how many? But, you said this was
0: one book in many of many.
1: There's three. There's three. three. versions, Three versions. Three volumes of it at least that I know. Yeah. Of. Um. So they're all sitting in my Amazon basket at the minute. and I thought I'll get I'll get the first one this month. Um. And because I think I think the first one, the first one's my favorite horror movie. The second one's called My Favorite Horror Movie Two, um, The New Blood. And then the third one is my favorite horror movie three dream warriors so <laughs> i don't nah. know if that has any bearing on who's They're done it but
0: right here right here <laughs> dream warriors but, best best nightmare on elm street
1: but i mean the films that are in here are what kind of what you'd expect the classics we've got Silent green nightmare on elm street chainsaw mm. massacre halloween psycho predator alien aliens return of the living dead Mm. I mean, there's a couple of Chainsaw Massacre ones because different people have picked it. Nightmare on Elm Street's in there a couple of times. The Thing, Bright Night, Dawn of the Dead. I mean, everything, really. The Exorcist. Drag Me to Hell is probably the most modern one in there. Sam Um, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I'm Mm. just wondering who's picked that one because that's quite a modern film to pick.
0: That sounds like a really, really interesting book. And again, folks, we're not. Oh, by the way, I am recording. Um, We're not here (laughs) to shill books, but the fact that um, someone on this podcast actually reads, which is fantastic. uh, (laughs) Well, we we will talk about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's just yeah. Sort of each each chapter is just an essay on that film, kind of you know, kind of like what we've just done with with my top five and what you guys did with your top fives. Is why they yeah. like that film? Whether it scared them as a kid when they watched it? What you know? What was the reason? In most cases, it's sort of, you know, what got them into horror in the first place. So mm. yeah, picked it up. Thought it'd be an interesting read, and uh, I'll I'll let you know once I've I've gone through a few.
0: Oh, you'll be finished by tomorrow evening, probably, or for, <laughs> or Saturday morning. You'll be done. You'll be done with the whole series onto a new one. I am I am devouring stuff at the minute. You're a fast think. reader as well. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. By, by the sounds of it, you, you 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 blitz through them.
1: When I get into something, I mean I don't know because maybe I've been fortunate. I've just picked a few books recently that I've not been able to put down. So yeah, I've been hammering through
0: them. not to sound, um, I'd say, uh, not to sound like a, a non-intellectual, you know. Um, but I, there's something about maybe maybe it's minor ADHD or whatever. I don't know. But reading, I can never just stick with it. The last book I read was a Slipknot autobiography um, just after All Hope Is Gone came out. Not not, not when that, because that, that album came out a fucking decade ago or more. Um, mm-hmm. But that's, and even that, well, I, that I just, long? All Hope Is Gone, yeah. Um, that's a frightening thought. I think you're right, yeah, but that's a yeah. frightening thought. <laughs> and yeah, I just, I I, I do need, so, if I want to read, I, I definitely need something to grip me and you need, I need it to hold my attention because yeah mine just starts to wander. i go through, things i
1: go through phases with it like I'll, i will read like voraciously for a period and mm. it's not necessarily a long period or short period, but for a period and then i might not pick up a book for 18 months or longer you know i do go through peaks and troughs with it i just trying to make a concerted effort to actually yeah do. I mean, I want, I, I, somebody asked me today, and they were like, how long are you doing? Or how many books are you aiming for? And I was like, well, like, one a week would be good, so 52. But if I can just hammer out 52 books in the first six months, and then I don't have to read for the rest of the year, <laughs> that'll work as well. <laughs>
0: I've done it. It's fine. You could just read, like, 52 Mr. Men books, and you'll be done in a week. Like, <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, I do have a book I'm about to start reading soon. Hang on a minute. Hang on So I got this for Christmas. As I mentioned to you before, um, big Rodriguez and Tarantino fan. Um, Mm -hmm. I got his new book um, called Cinema Speculation. Oh, Um, He was actually doing um, like a show, like live show in London and a few other Mm -hmm. places. Uh, But the tickets are just absurd price because of course they are. Yeah, Uh, Which would have been nice. He just talks about the book and everything else. But I, much like the um, Eli Roth episode of History of Horror, which is, I think it's it's, it's a 2 part or it's the longest episode on that series.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I could listen to Tarantino talk about film all yeah, day because he... I was he,
1: just going to say that I could as well, quite
0: easily. He no, he ju- his knowledge is just insane. It's like, oh, this actor was in here, but it was better in this film. And then this film had a good sequel there, but it wasn't as good as... That. I could, I could learn and just listen to him yeah. talk about film in general all day. So I feel like this I'm going to get hooked on, and I'm looking yeah. forward to this. Um, so once I move house soon, this is going to be my job to get through that.
1: Yeah, you'll do it, man. Like you say, you you know, that's how you're getting, This has turned into a reading podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome
0: everybody, to the Dreadcast reading podcast. Here we talk <laughs> but yeah, about you books. found
1: something that... <laughs> you got a hook. You found something that's going to get you get you into it, and then... And by that time, I'll have like thirty recommendations for you to come to continue. You've with. already had
0: some recommendations <laughs> to me, man. It's it's hard. I mean, I, this podcast alone, I'm doing it for—I think we've been doing it for a year now. We, we started when Scream Five came out last year. Mm-hmm. I need to check up on that anniversary, whatever. Um, but like, it's really—it's—it's it's fired up my passion even more for horror. Yeah. Uh, wanting to watch more and more horrors i had not seen rather than being ah come bastard, i've never seen it it doesn't look good ah uh, come i'm i'm more open to trying a lot more horror now i'm more open to discussing horror that i don't know about or not really too it's just fueled my passion and I think oh definitely man much yeah. like with your books i i'm i've been wanting to watch and and have been watching so many more horrors in a say a short period of time than i would have normally not yes, as many yeah. as you like one in no he messaged me at before. 11 11 a.m <laughs> in the morning i'm watching the babadook like, what the f- i'm machining <laughs> yeah. some stuff at work well, and he's watching I've, the horror I've film. catch
1: up i'm the new kid on the block i've got to catch up yeah. but there, but but yeah coming a similar sort of angle to it i mean and i i was kind of like oh right okay i guess i'm co-hosting I'll, horror podcast now i <laughs> should probably watch a few more horror films because i like to say that yeah i'm a horror fan and i am but then i think there's a lot of stuff i've not seen um for whatever reason so it's like i probably should i probably should get a few more under my belt so i can good to
0: admit Oh, like admit what it I'm
1: talking about
0: you shouldn't have to admit it it's like <sighs> people that i know twitch streamers that are video game twitch streamers that become so big on video games but they only play maybe one or two games at mm-hmm. a time and people feel like they should know about they should their their brain should be a bible about video games yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, no not necessarily like yeah i'm a we we we're, we're both massive horror fans but we've not seen every single horror films ever been no, made no no, no. No, there's I mean, a lot of people lot of that don't realize that. Ones oh yeah there,
1: really oh, a God, lot of, yeah. and i'm a fan i'm kind of a fan of bad movies as well but there's a lot of like just just dross it's not not even the so bad it's good camp it's just don't waste your time it's the amazon um,
0: prime bottom of the barrel which we used to call it which was where we got uh the beaster bunny from
1: yeah um the, most of my watch list is made up of those films, I think. That sounds brilliant. <laughs> the Ginger Dead Man. Like, yes, there's about five of them that I need to work through. <laughs> the Killer
0: Sofa. Killer
1: Sofa's brilliant!
0: I knew you were going to
1: say that! <laughs> I fucking love Killer Sofa, it's amazing! The director follows me on Twitter. <laughs>
0: but but, Aidan, did it scare you? I mean, no. Wow. It's
1: ridiculous. But it's Brilliant. I also want to see Karas Hell at some point as well about the haunted uh, merry-go-round. <laughs>
0: no, I'm not sure that will scare you either. No, I don't. I don't think so. What does scare you? Oh, Seg was trying to get into the Segway. I know you were desperately,
1: sorry, I was fighting against it. You were desperately trying to get into
0: I was trying.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was trying.
1: Yes, um, the actual the meat and potatoes of today's episode. What yeah. scares you in horror?
0: It's quite a vague question. it, it is, but I feel like that's yeah. why I did it because it means we could really get into detail a bit more about yeah. it. And it
1: opens the <laughs> the scope as well, because I mean the short answer what scares me in horror? Mm. Not very much, mm. quite honestly. I, I I had to rack my brains. Yeah, I think actually, what what does scare me, um, but it's it's vague enough that you can go into a whole bunch of stuff about you know what is fear generally anyway, you know, and what scares mm. other people. You may have seen that put out on Twitter, uh, I asked I asked the question to the to the Twitterverse to see because I thought it'd be nice to get some uh, other other perspectives and just general. Because, I mean, I could tell you, I could probably tell you in 10 minutes what what does and doesn't scare me. But, you know, I, was, um, I wanted to get a, a sense of, whether there any particular themes that, mm. you know, re- recurred and and what we can say is like a given scary thing or element?
0: See, I, I posed that question on my personal Facebook. I don't really use Facebook anymore, but it's where... Uh, the people I know best in life are on there, rather than Twitter. You know, Twitter is mm-hmm. not. Like... And the one comment I got back was, "Hang on, as I say that, oh, here it is. What was that movie we watched where the chavs kill people for dares? That was chilling because it was believable." He's talking about Eden Lake.
1: Eden Lake. I was gonna. <laughs> yeah, oh, that could have been. Could have been a quiz. I was gonna say. Sorry. Was that Sorry. Eden
0: Lake? Yeah, that, that was the one comment I got. Um Good film though. It's very good, good film, very chilling. I yeah, the, the the vagueness of using the word scary mm-hmm. for me more so came down to I agree with you. Um more so got scared as a youth, should we use that mm-hmm. term of certain films, but for me now it's feeling a feeling of unsettled. I feel unsettled, uh yeah. unease and a bit uncomfortable rather than mm-hmm. oh, I'm so scared. You know, yeah. yeah, that's what it is nowadays for me yeah
1: um, um yeah, I mean it's I mean, well, first of all, I just want to say thank you to everybody that did respond on to it yes, yeah there was quite a few uh, a few responses so it was it was good of people to to weigh in there was a few people that just tried to tell me a horror story like <laughs> just I'm not asking for <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking you to write a horror story right now. just tell me what scares you but but thank you massively to everybody that did respond. Um yeah, I mean I can I can tell you right now what doesn't scare me. Blood blood and guts. That just Same. doesn't doesn't faze me in the slightest. Gory films, I'm not I'm not squeamish about it. Seeing somebody you know, any slasher film, seeing somebody's head get chopped off or whatever, it, yeah. it's not is not gonna frighten me. Um Seeing somebody sort of in the position where they're possibly going to end up getting their head chopped—it's the build-up. It's yeah, I think, and this is what uh, what came back in a lot of the responses on Twitter and just me thinking about it generally. Mm. Tension, tensions—the scary thing, however that tension is generated, varies, but it's it's not like it's not the jump scare; it's the build-up too, and it's the feeling of. Yeah, knowing something's coming or that sense of
0: unease that something's happening. Um, I think you're right with the tension. I think mean, the last modern film that I feel, right off the top of my head, um, filled me with a dread of, uh, and tension was probably the original Paranormal Activity. Yeah, uh, I, I, you know, no I matter what.
1: Pe- on the same one.
0: Yeah, no matter what people say about the franchise, it did. Jump the Shark. It that first film is very is important in many ways. But you what I like to be immersed when I watch a horror film, right? So when I watched the first penultimate activity, I was on my own, a lot younger than now. Lights off. Just that. It's quiet around. And I'm not one for paranormal films, but that filled me with utter dread and tension. Because they the filmmaker adds a subtle bass tone. Just a very subtle, quiet bass tone when yeah. they're asleep. It, it shouldn't be there, really. It's kind of like a white noise, but that little, that little tone adds such a great effect to the the tension building up. That actually feeling a bit. Do you what? Actually feeling a bit scared. I was, does, that's you know,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what that film does. And I and I I was the same. I landed on that film, and I was thinking, what was the last film where I can genuinely say that yeah. scared me? um and it and it and i landed on paranormal activity as well and it's got a lot going for it um for that for one like you say the the is it they call them sub is it sub bass tones i think they're called
0: it um, sounds right it sounds correct so i did i did <laughs> we'll go i did a bit
1: a Google. i tried I, I tried to go a little bit highbrow and i did some googling on like the the psychology how, of fear
0: how dare you we don't do highbrow here
1: so. i didn't i don't only read the abstract i cheated I don't, <laughs> just the top tip scholars out there you only ever read the abstract of an article you, you'll get the gist of it uh, i like that you mentioned
0: um it came up
1: i found you, somebody's phd online and it came really up, it was it was mentioned straight away yeah i should probably have remembered what they were called and the university i could have shouted oh no
0: no forget that we'll we'll, we'll take um, it it's, it's ours hope, now. i'm sure, it's I'm ours sure now. they got
1: i'm sure they got <laughs> the doctorate but uh yeah they basically they've done a phd on um on cinematic tropes that scare us and and the the effect of horror movies on uh it was a, on, on us as humans um, and okay. whether you can suffer things like ptsd from become from watching things like this and whether you um what's the word, uh, you can desensitise to it and whether that causes problems. But yeah. one of the first things that was mentioned was the use of sub-bass tones in paranormal activity. Um, it worked. So there you it go. Worked. It's a thing. It's a thing.
0: When you mentioned the, the blood and guts and then we went on to paranormal, like, I I, I actually, when I, when I did my notes, I kind of, I kind of wrote them down in sub, the horror sub-genres mm. and thinking about what people will find, what other people find scary. So, for instance, Blood and Guts, I'm the same as you. I'm kind of desensitized to it now because of the fact passionate about horror and I've seen so much of it. It's doesn't really do much to me. Uh, even yeah. uh, Terrified I mean, 2, for example, didn't do much to me. It was gross.
1: Yeah, uh, that's it. It's gross. And it's not like I'm not going to go, oh, you know, like Yeah. I talked about the, the, the needle. When he pulls the needle out of his oh. face in the Evil Dead remake, oh, there's bits where you go, oh. You wince. But I'm not, that's not scaring me. It's not leaving me, it's not giving me that sense of fear. It's making me a little bit uncomfortable because, particularly as well with the the violence in that is, you can relate to that. You can relate to sticking yourself with a needle or getting something under a fingernail or something. You know what I mean? Not, I, not getting a, an arm. I've never had my arm chopped off. I don't know what that's like. I can't really relate nope, to me it. Nope, either. I'm sure it's painful. I'm <laughs> sure it's awful. But that's that's a level of um, you know violence that's and it's not. It's, and I know it's not real. You know what I mean? It's, I can't. I don't have a a link to it. Um, yeah, I don't think
0: pain and pain and violence really falls under the category of. My heart's racing, I'm tingling, I'm scared. Like, maybe the build up to that is the Mm. scary part, but not the actual physical action of the blood and guts. And yeah, that's not a scary thing, really. It's not a scary moment,
1: no. I mean, if you've got if you, you know, you sense some people are sensitive to the sight of blood and they, you know, they pass out or whatever, you know, then maybe you feel different about it. But for me personally, you know, I can see Jason Voorhees chop the heads off, you know, a million yeah. camp counselors, and it's never gonna, it's never gonna bother me. Um, however, something weird going on in the background in Paranormal Activity. Yep. Is creepy as all hell and genuinely makes you feel uneasy, and or makes me feel uneasy and
0: this one. and scared. It's a sense of unknown that's beyond our control. Like you can't control it. If you, if you, yeah, yeah. for the most part, you're in control of your life, you know, Mm -hmm. unless someone hits you with a car or or whatnot. But when it's something you can't see doing something that is very out of the ordinary to you, that's, that is scary. That's, yeah, will make you feel unease Mm because it's kind of put you off your life, your everyday routine either way
1: (laughs) yeah which is and there's a a couple of i say a couple of people did say they they did specifically mention that as being as being scary things Mm. things that you can't get away from things in your house yeah um yeah that that feeling that i mean it it is something coming into your home is is not feeling comfortable in your own home is not a nice feeling um So to see some, and again, it's that relatable aspect. Yeah. I mean, I got, I got burgled a couple of years back.
2: No shit.
1: Yeah. And it was a couple for a it took me a couple of weeks after the fact to feel comfortable.
0: Oh, completely. Yeah.
1: It's horrible. You know, and if it's any ever happened to anybody else, it's, it's a horrible sense of feeling violated and, Mm. Yeah, somebody's been in your personal space w- without you knowing or, you know, without your permission. And, and yeah. you know, a lot of those paranormal films sort of feed into that fear, I think, of something invading your space and you can't do anything about it. Um, and that's, yeah, that's that's frightening.
0: You know, without even knowing, you are you're, you're giving home runs on these segues because... <laughs> what I was going to try and link that into was home intrusion, home invasion slash home invasion, because mm-hmm. that to me is another, that, that along with the unknown and something beyond your control is, is scary to me. Um, and the best, the best film I've always thought that could represent this was the strangers. If you've ever seen Strangers with uh, Liv Tyler. I'm um, sure I've seen that. Newly married couple uh, return to their home, and it's three people with uh, a weapon each. Um, sort of bags over their head, like a like rucksack, uh, rucksacks, um, knapsacks over their head. Yeah, I've, I've seen just start, that image. Yeah, you you would know the image for all the posters. They just start terrorizing them, invading their home, and it's there's not it's it's a bleak film. Um, but the idea of home invasion it feels too close to home I guess for it like yourself for yourself if you've been burgled mm-hmm. then it's the scare factor is going to be even more monumental because you're it's far too close to home
1: yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah pun intended. something a similar angle and to be honest kind of got worse because it ticked a few other boxes for me but was Us um, oh yeah Jordan Peele's film mm uh because that doesn't start with but when that when that when the horror ramps up as as it were it looks like a home invasion film and and that's kind of from seeing the trailers or early screenshots etc that is what i thought it was i thought it was going to be like another purge or um because the first Purge is a home invasion film as well isn't it pretty much yep yep um and i thought oh it's going to it's something like that and it wasn't until i actually sat down and watched it that i realized it's not that it's something worse because that gets very creepy as well yeah. um but that again it's it the it begins with that um that sort of like no, it begins with that uh yeah that intrusion um yeah, it's
0: it, it you never want to feel, you never want to feel in a vulnerable state in your sanctuary, in your home. No. Like, it, it, I mean, touch wood. And thankfully I've, I've never experienced that. It sucks for you. That's shit. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't, didn't know that. That's awful. Were you, were you in when it happened? I was, I, I oh, was, can,
1: I was, can, yeah, it was, it was kind it's of caught by it as well, which Jesus. was, yeah, it was, you know, I can they got in through a kitchen window. Um, mm. And I woke up. I woke. It was It was. I can't remember. I think it was a Saturday morning. Um. And I yeah. And I woke up. And it was like, oh, you know, I looked at the something had woken me up. I didn't. I realized what it was after the fact. But I looked at the clock. Oh, I'm not bothered. I went back to sleep. Rolled off, Went back to sleep. Yeah. And then I came downstairs. And as I was coming downstairs, I had this sense that something wasn't quite right. Yeah. I was like, something before I even got to the bottom, before I even saw that the back door was wide open and like a lot of my shit had gone missing. I was like, something, I could, I just had this uneasy sense as I was walking down the stairs, something's not right here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What what am I going to see? And yeah, and I, I found, yeah, I can say, I found that they'd they gone in through a window, and then I, had, I used to leave my keys in the back door. Um, no. And I don't do that anymore. But uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously, when they needed a way out, keys are in the door for him and off, off they went. Um, oh, man, so, but yeah, shit. it was, a, but, and you know, it was, it changed, had changed, like I say, it changed habits. I don't leave my keys in the door anymore. I take all my keys upstairs with me. I lock the doors and, hmm. and I take, you know it's definitely affected the way I live kind of thing. Um, but in the immediacy in the, the first few weeks after the fact, it was, it was creepy. It was, yeah, it wasn't some, you know you don't care about the stuff 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 can get replaced it wasn't the end of the world that a few a games console and a laptop or whatever yeah. had gone it was it was just that somebody had got in and yeah. yeah it was it's it's a dirty feeling it's not it's not pleasant
0: feel unclean the house feels yeah. unclean you need to cleanse it with some sage going around
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. And you know, and you think, you know, you do think like, oh, it could have been. You know, they didn't come upstairs, but what if they had done? You know what I mean? You, your mind wanders, and yeah, it's uh, it's not a, it's not a pleasant not a pleasant thing to happen. I
2: think
0: um, the home the home invasion scenario is definitely the it's it's up there in the list of things in horror films that are feel too close to home and could not could happen to you, but feel more like real life situations that could happen yeah. are more terrifying than a zombie like zombies not scary not scary no like cuz it's not real you know it, it's it's zombies aren't yeah. real it's it's hard to be scared by that if it's not real but uh something like i don't know a horrific sexual assault a home invasion things like that a a stalker like it's a bit more too real too close to home yeah so it it adds a bit more tension a bit more scared scared to it
1: yeah definitely and i think i think that is the crux so i mean you can play around with it and introduce like a supernatural element to a home invasion or you know or that's is that sense of your home being invaded there's the scary thing yeah um and yeah uh Things, yeah, that it is. It's it's having, it's having that sort of uh, empathy, I guess. You you Mm. can, you can put yourself if you've not directly experienced it. You you know what it would be like. Yeah, uh, to be in that situation. Something that gets me is POV, POV footage. Now we've talked about it before and we've touched on, there has to be a reason why these people are filming and and all the rest of it. And yeah, Yeah. there does. But you also mentioned being uh, immersed in a film and immersion and there's no way, no other way of immersing yourself, better way of immersing yourself necessarily than to be looking through that character's eyes as they, Creep around the basement, or enter yeah. the haunted mansion, or whatever it is that they may be doing. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that is that that gets me, and it kind of it, it's kind of jump scary, which, again, I think we've talked about. Neither of us particularly fond of jump scares. Um, no.
0: No, they're and... they're they they're, they're uh, for the most part the worst. They made the top of my list of really. Uh, moments that aren't scary, they're they're cheap. Mm. They're they're put yeah. to enhance the horror film uh, yeah. for your audience, but in a, in reality, they're not. They're they're meant to make your heart race and meant to make you jump out your seat yeah. and go oh! But they're You'll not get, scary. Yeah,
1: okay. You'll get a physical reaction out of me with a jump scare. Yeah, more, more you know, nine times out of ten, it'll get me. And but yeah, it's they're they're a bit lazy. I don't I don't like it when a film overly relies on them. You know it's coming, you get the build yep. up, you get there, and then it's just the, the and it's it's more often than not a loud it's just a loud noise, isn't it? It's a loud it's musical, exhausting. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: exhausting.
1: The loud music sting and whatever. And it's and 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 you know it kinda it can kind of ruin what the what you're doing anyway because once you've shown the monster, one once you've shown the yeah the thing then that fear has gone. But the tension, if you can keep that tension to the build up, if you can keep building it up and not actually pay off, then that can work. And I find that a lot with the POV stuff is you get that sense of dread because you're looking through the character's eyes and you can easily put yourself in that position and say like, Oh, what am I? Yeah. What would I do?
0: If you wanna be, be really technical and nitpicky with a POV, I completely agree with you. Obviously, the human field of vision is a lot wider than mm-hmm. what a camera would be. Mm-hmm. So for instance, I've got the door there and the window there. I can by looking straight, I can see maybe a tiny bit of the window and about three quarters of the door. A camera is like if I went like yeah. that. It's a lot more you know? blinkered. It's a lot it's a lot a lot tighter. But I, when I was, I was going, trying to think of what to discuss with uh, today's topic, and I just went through my, my top f- five films and tried to point out why, what I find, in some words, scary about each one of them. Because mm-hmm. Wreck is on my list. And that's, a, right. that's one of the POV greats. Uh, mm-hmm. It's found footage POV. And it's that fear, yeah, the, the feeling of isolation and claustrophobia as the cameraman's not there. you You are there. You're there yeah. in the apartment block, really. If you really want to get immersed into a horror film, let's like say you turn the lights off, you turn your phone, you put your phone away. You are you are one with the film, and if you you watch it for some time, you're then in the film. There's no cameraman; that's you. you
1: well, that's it. It's almost like you're being pushed through the door. Yeah, like you you can't get away from it. You're that's you're being forced to look. Yeah, you know, if something's happening and it's a, it's a separate camera, it's a, it, it's a third person camera, then you can look at. The lamp on the back—you know what I mean. You can look yeah. away. There are other things you can be watching the film, but not actually looking at the the scary bit necessarily. Whereas when you're in that POV um, situation, then you are looking where directly at the. You're, you're being made to look directly at the at the horror yeah. as well. It's it's so almost like it was a virtual
0: reality. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like it was like a virtual reality that you're, oh shit, I can't get away from it. Yeah, And it goes, especially with Wreck, the last 10 minutes in the attic. Oh, um, they're
1: Horrible, that is definitely the worst part of that film.
0: That That is a scary moment. I mean, and, the scariest, yeah. Yeah, and I'll put it down to that, because it's in POV, it's scarier. If that was uh, a camera following the journalist and the cameraman around, cameras pans to them, back to the, the, the the monster the demon Back to the, it's it's not as scary but it's the sense of dread the tension building looking down the camera there she is walking towards you slowly it it's coming slowly and you're and, and as an audience yeah. you're like I'm quiet I'm gonna be quiet she's gonna hear me she's gonna hear me I'm gonna be, don't move don't move she's gonna hear me you, you're so immersed it. in it
1: and there is I mean there is a jump scare in that isn't there because they yes they go up into the attic and they do the, they pan round the Three ways, yeah. and then you, you see, you see it, and so they do get a jump scare out of that. But then, as you say, it continues as you see the yeah. the, the the girl coming down the corridor and stuff, and that's you you you're seeing the monster. You you so you know as we've we've mentioned that kind of shouldn't be scary because you know things aren't once once you've seen real. it. It's it's yeah, um, but. You've got, yeah, like you say, you're forced to look at it. You're in that thing and it's it's got, it's dark and you can't really make, you don't really know what you're looking at. It, it's yeah. not, it's not entirely clear.
0: It um, works for me on the sense of Blair Witch Project as well, which I'm a big fan of. And it's again, the end scene in the house. Uh, mm. You have no idea, you, you're kind of there with them. You have no idea where the fuck this house is. You're in the middle of nowhere you've got handprints on the wall, like it's so uneasy. It's so unsettling. And you never go in the basement. You never go in the attic. And be, be again, kind of back to the paranormal because it's, it's got a, the odd bit of paranormal side to it. Mm-hmm. The POV shot really helps. If it wasn't POV, it wouldn't be as scary. So no. if P, if POV is done well. Like some examples we just used, it can be scary. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, it's, and it, it is, it's all about the immersion, and it's all about mm. being forced, forced to look at what's happening. Um, yeah. Yeah, which, which is why it works. On kind of the other side of the coin, um, mm. something else that I find, at, maybe scares is too strong of a word, but really helps to sort of ramp up the creep factor, Yeah, is background stuff. Things that you might not see, and we've already mentioned it, but Paranormal Activity does this really well with the just little bits of movement yeah. in in the background and kind of blinking, you'll miss it moments of like, oh, that shadow that's there and the... Um, is it... i am I thinking now? I might make a mistake here. Is that's it okay. Paranormal Activity where somebody throws a sheet and it stays there like it's draped over a person and it's only for like half a second.
0: Oh, I do know exactly what you mean and, and now I can't think of what exactly it is. Um,
1: I want to say it's Paranormal Activity. It may be one of the sequels.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's the first one but I yeah, think I know maybe. what you're
1: talking it, about. Maybe the one with the kids, with the little, when the, the girls when they're younger, which I think is, the, is it the second one. The second one is the one where they're younger yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Oh god! Again, I'm getting my. I remember the first one a lot clearer than the the others, um, and then it starts. Ended up being Katie is part of this witch's cult or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, but I know I, I know the scene you're talking about.
1: Yeah, but it's that. It's that sort right. of because it is just a split second. It's it, it's there. And you did I see that? Is that real? I'll rewind yeah. it. Or you know you might miss it the first time you watch it and see it again. And it's the um, you know. Mike Myers being in the background of a shot in um, oh. sorry, Michael Myers, not Mike Michael Myers, Myers. That's not Mike Myers, different film. <laughs> that's very <laughs> scary. I was just in the background. Um, <laughs> very scary. <laughs> but yeah, it's those sort of like little background weird things yeah. that are. Um, did you ever see that? Just yeah, they're so creepy. Did you ever see Mama?
0: no i do know I, I know the actress that's in it though she's great uh it came out a couple of years ago right uh
1: I've, it's gonna be one of them where it's gonna be a lot longer ago than i 2013
0: oh. 2013
1: okay. so mama is um
0: <laughs> that felt like a couple of years ago <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's got it's got nicola Costawaldo from game of thrones in it um Oh,
0: that is not the film I've been thinking of. Okay. Uh. Ne- never mind. No, I'll, I'll anyway. find out what I was. Thinking. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's
1: about uh, it's about a young couple uh, that that take in these two girls that are uh, feral, essentially. Mm-hmm. They 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 find them in a cabin in the woods and they've been living wild. Um. And this this young couple take them in, and it does it does the you know the the creepy kid vibe is strong to to be particularly to begin with because these girls are all dirty and lank long hair in front of their faces and they're hiding under beds and like growling and yeah it's all very creepy um but then it kind of shifts because they 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 come out of the shells a little bit but it's apparent that there's something supernatural going on um okay. unfortunately it makes a it makes a really good it's really good it's really creepy it's really nice and then halfway through they throw in this backstory and they show you the ghost and it, it ruins the in my opinion ruins the whole thing but while they are building up the tension mm. um you just see little sh- there's there's two so there's two sisters one of them's a couple of years I think one of them's maybe seven the other one's maybe five there's a couple of years between them you'll see the younger one. Playing with something off camera in the back, she's like obviously interacting with something. Yeah, but you, you, there's obviously nothing there. And I think there's a scene where she maybe floats past, and there's just a lot of little weird things happening in the background.
0: It's very unsettling. Think. Where you're it like, is, hang, hang on a minute, like, what's that? What's that going on back there? Like,
1: okay. so yeah, and I, and and it's, I think it it plays on that your imagination is far scarier than anything can that can be committed to film. Mm. Um, and it, it, and anything, anything where they do that sort of background slightly out of frame stuff mm. is you make it scarier yourself. I mean, you know, you can, you can have a, the nun jump out, uh, the shadows the shadows ten times out of ten you'll get a physical reaction out of me but don't show it and have yeah. me conjure something up in my mind and it's 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 going to be scarier
0: one thing when we last did a proper discussion uh topic it was about um films to get into horror uh-huh. and one of the films we used was uh steins not so much a horror film but the one scene in it with the alien Walks that walks by. across. I've never
1: seen it, right? But I keep seeing things about that scene that make me it's... think I should watch it to find out what all the fuss is about.
0: It's, it's, uh, it's not done for jump scares because it's mm. it's played on a uh, a recording on a um a news report on the TV, right? So it wouldn't make sense if uh, the news reporter's going. Now we're going to cut to this eerie footage, and then suddenly the audio of the film goes. Burr, yeah. Like that, yeah. it wouldn't make sense. So, because there's none of that there, you're in theory watching this new report of uh, the reporter showing this video, which is from a kid's birthday party. The camera pans, and this alien just walks by. Right, like, yeah. it's like wait, what? What? Massively unexpected. Yeah. Um, and what you mentioned about like uh, one of the, the perfect examples about background sort of thing is Michael Myers Halloween. Mm-hmm. You, in the distance you are see you know in the, on the road you're seeing kids at Halloween trick or treating but you're seeing this ghostly figure just Yeah walking just walking. Yeah you know, wait, wait wait I see him I see him what what the hell is going on? Yeah 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 and you know you, so you're so eerie trying
1: willing the characters to turn around and see it yeah. or they half see it and they react and it's Yeah, it's um I did it wasn't I didn't realise until I watched Halloween again just how much you do see him um I watched it again a few months back and I was like oh, I I forgot just how much you do see him in the background or driving <laughs> past or whatever before it it all it all kicks off on on the actual night
0: perfect um, film a perfect film
1: and and that's something that I think I mentioned when we talked about child's plays. like stuff happens during the day which makes it scarier as well because it's it's just out yep. there at any time and things can...
0: You think you're yeah. safe in the day.
1: Yeah. You think you're safe. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, All the bad things happen at night. All the ghoulies and monsters come out at night. It's much scarier at daytime. That's it. You see things in the day. Much um, scarier. Oh, um, by the way, the film I thought you were talking about is called Mar. <laughs> came oh, right. out in 2019. Yeah. Um... It is a horror, uh, but the oh, film I was called see. Mama. <laughs> Mama,
1: yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, just it—it it st- it had a lot of promise. It started out well, and then it just shot itself in the foot. Oh by dear! Showing too much, um, which is unfortunate because yeah, it was—it was pretty cool when it, it was pretty cool at the beginning.
0: Um, I uh. Briefly, we mentioned about uh, Halloween. Something that a lot of people don't really think about, I think, is like the scores. Halloween, John Carpenter's score of Halloween, to me is is, is, is horror. I, I hear yeah. that, and that is rather than um, Friday the Thirteenth, yeah, that the the, the what the Halloween the four note score to me is horror and. I don't get scared when I listen to it, but I th- it makes me instantly think of anything horror, even whether it be Halloween or anything. Um,
1: depending on the setting, depending on the setting, I think it—I think it can be scary. I once—I yeah. can't remember where I picked this up from, but somebody once I read it somewhere, or yeah, nobody said it to me. I read it somewhere, and it may have been a Charlie Brooker article. Could he mention, whoever it was, I can't can't swear to to that, but whoever it was, they said, listen to the Halloween soundtrack and just walk around your house at night.
0: No. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Because he'll come out of any door. It's horrible. It's
1: horrible. I've got no problem walking around my house at night, like getting up and to use the bathroom or coming downstairs to get a drink or whatever. Not a problem at all. Not going to happen. I'm not listen,
0: listening to not, something like that. I'm not doing it. Is,
1: is an equally scary piece of music as well, if you ask me.
0: Tubby the bells. Yeah. Which is only played once in the whole film.
1: But it's it's got that link now. <laughs> it has. It has link. that link.
0: Yeah. Um, but the reason I was bringing up scores, but not on a tangent. But I was lovely video game collection here. I was just looking at the. Other, I just I just look at it every now and then. And I, Looking at the Silent Hills, that I've got. All right, now the Silent Hill film—it's a pretty solid video game to horror film. It's not the
1: best. Watched it quite recently.
0: It's pretty good, um, but the games themselves are so unsettling with their the sound design—such in, like in, industrial clunky sounds mixed with like uh, scratching and grainy grainy effects. It's that uh, that sort of unsettling music uh, not even, i can't even call it music mm-hmm. pieces of sound it that is scarier than a, a like a tense build up of bassy music and uh, like i mean that it's, is it's scary
1: it's unpleasant noises Yeah. You know? it it's grinding of metal and squeaking yeah. and nails on a chalkboard kind of noises that you don't
0: we don't tend to like anyway mm. um yeah, it wasn't so yeah. much film, but that just just relating to the, the score sort of thing, or that to take a little tangent. But that, that sort of uh, I mean, Silent Hill was is is very loosely, I don't wanna say based, but inspired from Jacob's Ladder. Um right. Jacob's Ladder itself. Have you seen have you seen Jacob's Ladder? Not for a long yeah. time. Not for that, a long long time. As well, has some very unsettling pieces of music slash. Audio, I'll say, um, but yeah, that that can really do it. Uh, rather than an, an orchestral piece that's trying to draw you into where the monster is, or you know, that that mm. can. I feel like that can really do it. Um, the other, the other one thing, uh, other than all that. Uh, oh shit! Where did I put my notes? Um, is 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 a scary thought of what if I just woke up somewhere then I have no idea what the hell I am and the one film that did that for me which Saw did it well you know you, they it's the first one they wake up in this disgusting room no windows no doors and what the fuck is going on because I, I, I'm much like Home in, Invasion I'm, I'm sort of putting myself in their position thinking what if that was me like it's really creepy is Cube and I love oh, Cube. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, I like Cube.
0: That that is more so than Saw so because it's a room that is so unknown to you. You've never seen I anything like, to like this. Dig
1: that out at some point and watch that Yeah,
0: again. It's nothing you would ever have imagined. Um it's nothing you've ever seen before. There's no windows and there's no doors. You just wake up in this room.
1: Yeah, that's totally and alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it,
0: Alien, that's the word I was trying to think of. It's, it's an com- alien space. Yeah.
1: I mean, Saw is obviously a horrible, disgusting Grammy. It's a bathroom. bathroom. But it's, yeah. But it's a bathroom, recognizable as a bathroom. Cube to is me, literally a, a. Yeah.
2: That is
0: scary. That thought, a lo- just the thought, maybe not so much. The film is not scary, really, but it's the thought of it. And I try to, to think, like, put myself in that position, and think, what if? And I think I, I, that is scary. That, that whole premise, mm. the whole idea.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. That's that's not something I've. I mean, I can I can appreciate that. It'd be scary. Mm. I don't I don't know if I find that as un as unsettling as perhaps some of the other things we've talked mm. talked about. Oh yeah, but, it's a personal thing. Yeah, I mean one one that got me when mentioning the the Exorcist, and actually it fits in quite a lot of the other films we've mentioned, mm. wreck and and such. Unnatural movement from yes people. Yes. So, the 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 spider walk down the stairs. Any sort of jerky limb yeah. cracking. It's usually possession films that and that do this sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Any any sort of unnatural movement or unnat- unnaturally quick movement as well. They tend to do that in a lot of paranormal films. With. And they yeah. to, they like to do it straight at the camera, which makes it. More of a, a jump scare trot, but yeah, any sort of unnatural movement I always find really, really unsettling.
0: I just, um, I guess, just unnatural in general, before you get to the even broader term of unnatural, which would be monster, zombies, demons, and all mm-hmm. that. But the unnatural, especially of a human, like you said, crab walking, it's uh, it's very unnerving. Um,
1: yeah. I mean and that's and it's things like that that yeah that that scare me, and I mean well talking about Wreck, Wreck's one of the last films I think that I re- well apart from Paranormal Activity maybe that we've also mentioned but mm. I can I can distinctly remember feeling unsettled at the end when yeah. when when the credits were rolling, and that doesn't happen very often and doesn't happen with a lot of modern horror films which quite as we found going back to my top five favourites are all. Pre 80, pre um, 84. Well, but yeah, well, a lot of horror, um, a lot of modern horror films t- tend to be a little bit lackluster, but Wreck and Paranormal Activity are two that stand out as being ones that, yeah, I kind of was left contemplating that at the end.
0: I feel um, like in the last couple of years, we've definitely had a resurgence of horror, especially last year, it healed for horror. It was great. Mm hmm. But I think over the last decade, I'd say, for instance, um, you've got the horror films and franchises like Conjur the Conjuring franchise is massive, but it relies too much on jump scares because yeah, it not, feels I'm that's f- what people like. They like to, ah, and then they laugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it got me. Like, did it and, scare you, know, you though? It's- You know,
1: it does. let I say it does in the moment, doesn't it? Because you're getting a physical reaction. You ah, yeah, like you know, you throw some popcorn over the person sitting behind you or whatever, and uh, you know, you you get that kind of sting of embarrassment as well if you're watching it in the cinema or in, um, you know, maybe a group or whatever that something's Mm. made you jump, Um, or at least I do. Um, But but yeah, it's not. I'm not walking out of. Anything like that, and no thinking, I, I feel a bit uneasy, like, I'll, let's get back in the house quick. Um, it's only, it has only happened with a handful of films. Us, I think, sat with me for a while. The way mm. that ends, um, because has got to that's got a very bleak ending.
0: What would people say? Know? Should we watch a scary film? Do you want to watch a scary film it's like, when you really think about it? What, what do you class as a scary film? It, it's mean, up to it's everyone's sub- interpretation. It's fears. That's the thing. Yeah,
1: fears. Fears are subjective thing. I mean, Anaconda is probably a terrible, terrifying film if you've got a big phobia of snakes.
0: Yeah, arachnophobia.
1: Arachnophobia. <laughs> you know, again, if if you've got, if you happen to have a particular phobia, then, yeah. you know, yeah. Something like something as uh, snakes on a plane, or I don't know, something relatively silly could be. Yeah. Class, you know, as far as you're concerned, is is a terrifying film. Um, so it is very subjective, and I. But I think, like I said, when I put the when I put the question out there on Twitter, it was mm. to try and gauge, or try and get a sense of overarching themes. Yeah. Um. And. The main, the main thing was tension. I think that came back as being the thing that pretty much everything, uh, what everybody said. We, we had a couple of people talking about not being able to escape from things or things happening in the home. There was a couple of people that mentioned yeah. um, background stuff and things yeah. sort of half, half in sight. Um, but more, you know, I think near enough everybody mentioned tension and the build up of tension um so yeah it is difficult i mean somebody asked me for some recommendations and i was like well you they, they, they said they basically said that nothing scared them and then so make me some no, recommendations no. That, well, that's
0: hard isn't it
1: how how can i you've just told me nothing scares you how can i recommend
0: i did see that to tweet. Scare you? i did see I mean, that tweet you know,
1: yeah i recommended the podcast <laughs> you should listen <laughs> to the podcast and get a whole bunch of uh whole bunch of recommendations
0: You'd be scared um, how professional it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it is but it is it is difficult to do a, a catch-all yeah. um a catch all scary film for, for every That's why I'm always dubious when you see the This is the scariest film oh. of the year. The scariest film in <sighs> decades.
0: Didn't the Outwaters have? Did, did it have that on the, the yeah, marketing? I think, I think it did. <sighs> and the last one I remember having it was um, Blair Witch in 2016. It was the it was originally called The Woods. They they titled it The Woods, and then they finally released it. It was going to be called Blair Witch, which was the right. new sequel, and that marketing had scariest film ever. I'm I just the balls, the balls to say that about your film before it's out. I it's it is subjective it, it, but you can't put that you just can't do it. it it's
1: no you really shouldn't you really shouldn't because it's
0: you're building up expectations it, far too much far too much and then we look at classics which people i i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to be this person and i okay i'm going to be this person and i'm sorry everyone but normies okay not like us <laughs> the the normies out there When I mean, you when you say like, oh the squares yeah the squares <laughs> out there you non-horror losers <laughs> um talk about oh the scariest films ever they go oh god the Exorcist, is so scary texas chainsaw so scary but to a modern audience i i don't think they would be i i think i think it's also a generational thing when you look back at uh um, possibly possibly like documentaries on say the exorcist and you see there's footage of the people about to throw up they're they're, they're passing yeah. out because they're so scared i you show that to a modern audience, i don't think I, I don't think they'd go into it feeling as they're uh, coming out as scared
1: no maybe not maybe not i always i don't know i always think the exorcist is kind of scary though i agree because i think that's got but a that's good us creep, creep factor to it but, yeah, but, I mean, oh, I, I can remember the last, one of the last films mm. that I can remember a lot of people saying it's scary, oh, my God, it's so scary, was Hostel. Mm. And, and, yeah. he, and that film got, I was so disappointed when I, when I saw Hostel, because so many people had sold it to me as being, like, this unwatchable Yeah like it's you'll, you'll you'll lose your lunch you what you know you'll faint it's too graphic it's too disgusting it's but
0: that's not scary <clears throat> is it is well, a film being so graphic and disgusting scary is, or is it a, just a turn off to people But yeah. yeah but that's the thing you could say to people like oh it was so disgusting i just felt que-. but were you scared by it Did it make you feel uneasy and and tense and a bit, like, jumpy?
1: I That's the thing. I remember laughing. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of it, to be honest. Do you know what? The eyeball scene just made me laugh. Oh, my
0: God. The eyeballs. (laughs) And then she jumped in front of a train. Um, (laughs) That film, uh, it's not so much in a scary note, but, like, uh, blood and guts I can deal with, you know, but it's it's the little things I, I do wince at. And Hostel has one where he gets his Achilles slip. Yeah, that that will get me. Things like that, little wrist slits. Oh, oh, things like that will. I, you, I struggle with.
1: Do you have? Right, this is just. It, it's kind of related, but separate to, to yeah. films. Do you have any weird, like, body phobias, like that? You that you are gonna accidentally. Like catch yourself in your zipper or some anything but like I have I have a weird thing that I'll fall over and catch an eyelid on something. (laughs) (laughs) To just imagine that it'd be the most unpleasant thing ever. To just not your eye, not but to just just the eyelid. Just the eyelid. (laughs) Oh man. I don't don't know why. (sighs) I think But it's
0: For me, it would be the the wrists. I'm always very, because of what I do, being a very labor intensive job. uh, If I'm using like a a Stanley blade or a scalpel and I'm gently, I I just, I'm thinking, I'm going to slip, I'm going to slip, and it's going to burst open, there's going to be blood everywhere.
1: yeah 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 that kind I, I of feel, like irrational that's the word that yeah just that irrational like if you're carrying a tray you're just gonna drop it yeah. randomly yeah. like yeah and there's no reason why you would but you just think like, i've got a tray full of drinks here and i'm you're just gonna go, I'm gonna go drop
0: Whoa. it <laughs> yeah yeah completely completely um yeah hostel i mean i do remember that i remember marketing for that it being people people quote unquote general the EFA, people in the EFA just mm-hmm. oh god you've got it's 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 mental it's just insane know, yeah. it's an Eli Roth film it's
1: <laughs> I, re- I remember people saying it about Scream as well to be fair I remember people telling me Scream was the scariest thing they'd ever seen and I was I was like what murder mystery watching
0: murder mystery who done it <laughs> that's all it is and uh, you speaking of Scream actually um, you look at slashers. I, Predominantly slashers aren't that scary.
1: No, no. I mean you've got you've, you've usually got a bit of a bit of a build up, bit of a Yeah. potential for jump scare sort of. I'm just trying to think Friday the 13th slashers. Friday the 13th is always the first franchise that pops into my head when somebody says slasher. The and scariest
0: there's a, there's... Friday the 13th bit is the end of one, I'd say, when you've seen it for the first time. Yeah. Because you don't see it coming.
1: Yeah, but, uh, yeah. And I get a blast jump scare in it. It's...
0: But it's not built up.
1: No, no, no. Which no, is it's good. In fact, it's silent, isn't it? Yeah. I think. yeah. It's entirely silent. Well, there's maybe some nice melodic music, but.
0: Yeah, she's in the um, boat. Everything's fine. <laughs> Sloth comes out of the fucking mm-hmm. lake and drags her in.
1: Yeah, fact on last minute because they thought oh I can get a sequel out of this.
0: Yeah. And the rest. But yeah, like slashers, it's predominantly I think I think the 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 scare aspect in horror nowadays has been taken over by the intense jump scares, unfortunately. Mm. Um you get you get bleak horror films and I think the one that sat with me recently was Speak No Evil. Um I was sad for a day after watching that. Um I just I couldn't stop thinking about it. And that's when the horror's done its job. That like, if I can keep oh, thinking yeah, about yeah. it. I think the the only film that did that to me before that would have been Martyrs. Um that oh, Speak No Evil, yeah, that's on
1: my list actually. I've not seen it
0: yet. Speak of Evil is fantastic. It's a very slow burn, but mm-hmm. Oh, it's a it's no, a rough I one. Watch that. I'll
1: watch that tomorrow over
0: breakfast. Oh beautiful. That's a t- <laughs>
1: um oh yeah <laughs> martyrs martyrs is i get it's uncomfortable it's, it, it's
0: very uncomfortable
1: it's uncomfortable
0: i and think you, it was yeah, so on after you
1: i just for me martyrs falls down at the end
0: mm.
1: a little bit like i, I don't i don't don't know I, I don't know exactly why I think the whole I think the final reveal of the premise mm. uh, the, the reasons for it all is just a little bit too silly for me personally yeah but up, up, up to that point it's mm. horrible yeah it's
0: yeah, horrific. it is. um I, I for me it was I think it's it's down to I feel like the the acting of the two main girls is great but it's the suffering they they go through in the whole film. It, But, but yeah, that plus their acting, if their acting wasn't good, I wouldn't feel like this. But if their acting, I feel was good, plus their suffering, it makes me just want to dive through the TV and help them. Mm. I, I feel helpless. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, there's, these could be two women I know down the street that have been gone through this. I want to help them. I feel, I feel scared for them.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that, <laughs> that actually leads on to what I was going to say. I mean, the whole horror generally is mm. you know real people in unreal situations but yeah real real horror is real mm. people in real situations yeah yeah i mean we mentioned it i mean we mentioned eden lake yeah. um that that is again tense and and nasty mm. because it's very real things mm-hmm. like that could With could that, happen yeah um I mean I've been watching I've been rewatching uh Inside Number 9 recently. Oh I saw your um, tweet about that yeah. Yeah I've I've got a little bit obsessed with it again because I think it's such a fantastic series. Mm. Um but there's a couple of episodes of that there's one in particular which does uh Have you have you seen it? No, you
0: no, no 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 I haven't them? no.
1: Okay it's uh it's an episode that mirrors the Joseph Fritzl case. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll say that and I, don't, I won't say any more about it. It's the only, it's the
0: only name you need to mention. Yeah. Like, wow.
1: Yeah. wow. Um, God. Which is an incredibly dark place to go for a comedy, for what's essentially a comedy program. It is a, oh. you know, Inside Number Nine is a, a, a horror comedy program. Yeah. And thats is isn't—it does go, you know. But the the League of Gentlemen guys and and, and all those people have—they've always sort of, you know, pushed the boundary yeah. of black comedy as far as it can go. And uh, Inside Nine is no different, and it's brilliant. Everybody should watch it. Um. So yeah, there is uh, there is an episode. And I'm not going to say which one, uh, but there is an episode that that has that element to it. Right. Um, but it's it's the normality of it. I mean, they do a bunch of episodes that are, you know, more traditional horror and a little, you know, so there's supernatural stuff going on and, and things like that. But there's a bunch of episodes that are about real people, about real people and mm-hmm. other real people that are just horrible. And we have a lot of that in the world, unfortunately. There are, mm-hmm. you know, nasty people, serial killers, mur- you know, murderers and, and things like that. And and I think that's it's going back to what we were saying earlier about realism um yeah. and relatability um and yeah films like eden lake and martyrs to a certain extent
0: i'd say does, the first half yeah at yeah, least. It, it's, yeah it's
1: it's an ex- it's an extreme extreme version but you know it, it it could happen people have been tortured and kept hostage and you know these these things unfortunately do go on in the world which
0: I would say speak. No evil falls into that category Mm -hmm. Uh, and you'll find out. (laughs) Yeah. Just kind of
1: looking at it now. I'm on the fact I'm on the IMDb page just in case I see too much. Um, But that is one that I've had on the list for a while. Um, But yeah, that, and that's, I think that's something that's going to be time and again, scary for everybody. Everybody's going to be more scared. Yeah. A horror film where, Real people do real horrible things to each other more than a bunch of ghosts running around or a haunted sofa. I don't know, whatever <laughs> monsters, clowns. I don't evil. know. Now
0: people people are going to go finish this podcast. All the all the all the millions of people that listen to podcasts and go to their couch now and be a bit like, "Hang on a minute, maybe I'll just sit on the floor. Maybe I'll just <laughs> it's a bit too close to home."
1: Um, but you know, did... then then yeah, then the notion that your house is built on a cemetery, or uh, <laughs> you know, the, the the clown doll in your bedroom is gonna strangle you in your sleep, which would be ter- obviously would be terrifying <laughs> if it happened. Um, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that that's not scary, but the likelihood of that happening to any one of us is uh, minimal.
0: Oh, um, my lo- last actual note I've got here: inanimate objects do not scare me and talk about the clown poltergeist. Like it goes back to Chucky. When I, I, I originally said that Chucky never, I never got Chucky. I never got the mm-hmm. scare appeal. I never got it being horror. And that was from uh, when I first watched it. God knows how, how long ago. Yeah. And I, I had a much a more appreciation for it when we rewatched it, and did the episode, but in animal objects themselves, it just doesn't it, nothing. I get nothing from them. Yeah because it's it's not so close to the zombie aspect but it's not real it's it's made of yeah, plastic it, it's made of it's a material too, like it's not a living organism
1: <laughs> yeah oh actually just just as a side note because we were trying to think of other killer doll films there is a movie called dolls which dolls. is about a bunch of those sort of uh, um porcelain
0: like marionette uh, dolls like,
1: no, they're like Victorian um, dolls. Nineteen eighty-seven. There's a there's a scene in that with like a bunch of those sort of uh, porcelain Victorian little girl dolls.
0: Oh, I see now. <laughs> oh, god. oh god! This one's got a skull inside of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> wow.
0: I thought, oh, oh, they I I horrible. They are um,
1: horrible. Which I think I think came out. Is it just before Child's Play? I think Uh, 87? Yeah. topic here, but...
0: No, 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 no. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. A year before Child's Play was 88. One Um, of
0: them looks like a Punch and Judy doll.
1: Yeah, it does. So I need to find that movie now, just as a little side note. Yeah, Um,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, they... But I know what you mean. I know what
1: you mean. It's, um, like, yeah, I wasn't suggesting that that is... Scary because I agree with you. Like, I say a child's play scared the shit out of me as a kid, but I was mm. seven years old or whatever, and there was a melted plastic <laughs> horrific looking thing running around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, nothing. I mean, you know, it, again, if something in the, like that in a movie scares me, it's because it's been a jump scare, you yeah. know. And it, and it, it doesn't matter what it is if you're suddenly, I mean, my cat jumps on the sofa, and if I'm not paying attention and he jumps, suddenly jumps into my lap, yeah. it's gonna scare me. But is he, I'm not physic I'm not genuinely afraid of my cat. It's it's the, it's just being shocked. You know, a car backfiring in the street can give you the same effect. It doesn't
0: make it scary. No, you're completely um, right. It's. It, it it is down to the the jump scares now it's that's what will predominantly scare people i think um and what you mentioned about uh your fear if you're if you if you have a real deep fear about something mm. whether it be a snake or spider and then that is portrayed as the horrific aspect of the film that's going to scare you yeah but for the most part i think it is well, especially when it seems um, uh, us both It's more, rather than the word scary, it's more unease, unsettling, uncomfortable, Hmm. uh, bleak, um, disturbing. Rather than, (gasps) heavens to Betsy, I'm so scared, so startled. Yeah, 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 it is, it's it's that
1: lingering, it's the lingering dread, the lingering feeling of unease is... Rather than a a sharp, quick shock that, you know, flash in the pan. It's, yeah.
0: I knew it would be a vague topic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But that's good. It's great. But, I mean, I don't have any phobias. I don't know about you. I don't...
0: Heights? That's about it. I'm I'm not good heights. heights, I'm not good with heights. um... I'm not
1: great with heights. If I'm I'm unsecured, like I can ride roller coasters all day. That doesn't bother me, but top balcony of a tower block um. i'm probably gonna stay inside um well, I don't. but yeah but apart from that like i'm i'm fine with spiders creepy crawlies yeah uh, you know rats, snakes anything else i don't i don't mm. particularly have any phobias like that that you know that that are likely to come up as sort of antagonists in, or yeah in horror films
0: no I'm, I'm exactly the same exactly the same uh yeah, yeah. I can't think off the top of my head anything that would really spark a fear um, like that in a film. Um, I keep, I do, I mean, I think we're coming towards the end of it now. Um, mm-hmm. Probably because we're both really tired and we want to go to bed. Uh, um, no, 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 I mean, I think, you know, we should probably, <laughs> if you're going to talk about what does scare
1: people or us, we should talk about what doesn't as well. Just get that balance and, yeah. uh, you know.
0: But I, I come back to, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I, I always come back to that because what we've already discussed and repeating the, the the gritty graininess realism of it, that how it just it doesn't feel like a film. It, no, no. It's it's a scary uh, setting. It's a scary atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, I wouldn't be scared again watching it obviously because I know what's coming
1: interestingly mm. with with that in particular
0: mm.
1: it, although we've been saying we've repeatedly said going through this it's like it, it's that it's realism and it's got that link mm. to like the likelihood of getting kidnapped by a family of cannibals is pretty slim yeah like I'm not I can't say never but it's yeah. pretty slim <laughs> But but it does it does have that realism. It is it yeah. is the realism, even though it's kind of an unreal situation. I guess it's the way it's presented. Um, and and talking about uh, people not like bleak endings, mm. like I not you get uh, most of the time at the end of a. a a horror film or a slasher film or well, a horror film of any sort of genre, somebody gets, by and large, somebody will get away. Yeah. And you get this sense that, like, oh, I'm glad that's over. Like, it's it's not portrayed. It's a relief. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like, they've had a bit of a bad do, but they're probably <laughs> going to be all right going forward. Whereas <laughs> Sally laughing hysterically. Oh, to Sally, God. That, it? Sally, <laughs> yeah. Laughing hysterically. Yeah. In the back of that pickup truck, you get an impression that she's not going to be okay yeah like, that they it screams p t s d which is the re- which is the reality of escaping from a situation like that is that you're yeah. not gonna shrug it off and be fine um
0: yeah that that which... God, that last scene is is iconic it's uh mm-hmm. I can love that film so much. And, and again, and again, <laughs>
1: another another reason why it's really good is that the enemy, the the Leatherface doesn't get killed. Nope. The 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 family don't. They're still there out there doing their thing. He so ends
0: you, with him dancing. The next,
1: the next people to come along looking for directions or whatever are probably going to get it. You know the. I mean, how many times does Jason get put in the ground and then come back? It's the, that oh, wow. doesn't happen in in Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
0: Well, I mean, the family they die in the second film. They actually get wiped out in the second film. Second film is I love the second film.
1: I've seen the uh, I've seen the second one. The second one's the only sequel I've seen actually.
0: the Second one with Bill Moseley, one of my favourite horror actors. Love Bill Moseley. It's chop top. The third film has uh, Viggo Mortensen in it. Um, it's really. Yeah. Uh it's not great. Oh uh, and Ken Forey Um from oh, Dawn yeah. of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. The fourth film, oh man. The next That's generation the one,
1: isn't it? No, it's Matthew
0: McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey,
1: sorry. Matthew yeah.
0: McConaughey, Renee Zellweger. That's just fun. There's nothing scary about that film. Matthew McConaughey turns it up to eleven and it's amazing. But I digress. Yes. The first film Oh again. It's so fucking good and they could talk about it for so long um mm-hmm. but not at twenty to eleven in the evening <laughs> <laughs> do you have much else you wanted to mention or
1: i I don't actually. I think that's uh that kind of covers it really, I mean, just as by way of of summary, like what scares me in horror is all oh, cool. realistic situations, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Is Completely. probably what scares me the most um yeah, and a bit of the
0: paranormal, think... bit of the, dr- the yeah, tension you know, with there's, paranormal.
1: There there's, there's are there are other other elements, but you know, I think if I had to pick one thing, if I had to pick one thing, yeah, then yeah, some sort yeah. of relatable realism, tapping into a real fear, you know.
2: Yeah,
0: but I, with, what's going to do it with the paranormal side being something you cannot see? more so rather than oh here's a spooky ghost in front of me something which, you cannot see that you have no control over that like we said paranormal activity that's
1: yeah which which again you know if you want to like jump just jump back into it for a second i think if if ghosts were real if ghosts yeah. are real yeah. then it is going to be subtle shadows in the corner it mm. is going to be things just suddenly falling over it's not going to be I mean, look, have a look at the ghost in Mama. Like, just—it's like a wedding dress with a spooky wig on. It's just, you know what I mean. It's not going to be Slimer from the Ghostbusters whizzing round.
0: Bloody hell! <laughs> <laughs> what, why the ghost? there's a stupid question why do ghosts look like that why are ghosts portrayed to look like that in that's, everything yeah, and no. why do they always when they want to come at you and just open their mouth really long and scream and shout in your face why that's I don't get that trope
1: yeah no I don't either but there but there we go like I say if it's not <sighs> it's going to go down more like it does in Paranormal Activity where you're not yeah. really going to see anything it, it's
0: just, just like in The Exorcist actually um. You, so you just reminded me. Uh, when the pastor is sat, he sits down next to Reagan. Oh, yes. And the drawer, just she just opens yeah. the drawer. Simple. I
1: think he, I'm simple. gonna have to watch. I am gonna have to watch The Exorcist again.
0: That is, That's and watch point. Exorcist Free, folks. People always forget about Exorcist Free. One of the best jump scares in all of horror in Exorcist.
1: yeah yes, yes, sir. Doesn't he? If, if she did that.
0: Yeah. But there's no music there's no there's no tension it's just it just happens it's it's creepy anyway what a discussion uh this is going to be one of the longest episodes i think in the whole of the podcast history but it's been awesome As I've been, um always always
1: good yeah i like i like these having these freestyle sessions where we you know we're not just pinned to one film and we can
0: I think can, uh, we'll try and get it them. once a month. Once a month, we'll get one in. Um, because, yeah, uh, there you go. You can come up with the topic for the next month. There we Fair go. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, Stina, I mean, speaking of, Stina, if you've made it this far, folks, you'll now hear the schedule, even though I'll put it on Instagram and all the other places. Uh, January's done. January's been awesome. We did, me and T did 2022 catch up, sort of. Um, then we did your first film, your your intro Charles Play. We then did a lovely little film called Cannibal Holocaust. Um, and now this and it's been a good month. Next month and next week is my choice of film. And uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say what it is now it's a Turkish horror from 2015. You, yeah, you do
1: have to tell me what it is. I'm gonna
0: tell you. Uh, <laughs> it, we are going to be doing Baskin. This is a film I have had on my radar since it got released, and I've never got around to seeing it. Um, I would not read, yeah, yeah. You, in fact, read the premise if you can. It and watch the trailer when you can. It to me looked absolutely insane, and Ooh. I've been. In, it could be bad. It could be good. I don't, you know, five point eight out of ten nine dB, whatever. But i on Rotten Tomatoes. I've been intrigued by this ever since it came out and I've been wanting to watch it and now I have a reason and we're going to discuss it. Whether it be good or bad, it doesn't matter, but we'll discuss it. It sounds good. It sounds... I'm just just seeing a little... I'm always intrigued by someone's creative interpretation of what hell is. The best one for me will always be Barlow's Inferno book, which is about £600. But anyone's interpretation of hell that's rather... Mm -hmm. Not just... Lake of Fire, devil pointing ears and pitchfork. That's no. I'm always intrigued by that.
1: I like Hellraiser two with the yes. light boxes coming in and out of archways and weird. And <laughs> with the, the David Sands Bowie the labyrinth maze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so very intrigued to see how this portrays it. Um... No, I mean,
1: yeah, I'm liking the sound of this, and just as a little extra sort of uh cherry on the cake related searches people have also looked for creep and eden lake um oh which two films i do really like
0: so are we talking london underground creep or are we talking yeah yeah with craig yeah cuz i do want to see the new creep which is meant to be fantastic uh uh it's, been, it's a pov horror film it came out a few years back um yeah, I know the one you mean. I think i yeah. that. So uh so yeah, first week of uh, February, basking. And then uh, as we celebrate Valentine's Day, we'll be looking at Valentine, the lovely early two thousand slash weekend. That's gonna be a fun one.
1: It's I am genuinely looking forward to that. One. And I, <laughs> and as we just again as a little side note, we Tom and I were talking about this the other night and we've coined the term um Hot topic horror, yeah, because of the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Oh my of god! Many of the the soundtracks of many of these early two thousand slasher films, of which there are a few, all uh, feature some sort of new metal band. If not ninety percent of the soundtrack being new metal,
0: you know that may be the new metal cast. That I may like be the it. new metal cast at that episode. <laughs> yeah. Um.
1: <laughs> oh, Baskin's the- on Amazon. Excellent. Perfect.
0: And then we'll follow up, as you mentioned earlier, in February with The Wicker Man, finally. I get to watch it. And uh, we'll we'll finish off February with whatever you come up with.
1: I will have a think over the next couple of days, and I'll, uh, I'll let you know.
0: February's looking good. Nice alternatives, sprinkled all around. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Let's go to bed uh folks you can find Spotcast podcast on spotify apple google amazon podbean youtube all by searching the Dreadcast. please do give it a thumbs up rate share like all that jazz do comment on the youtube star whatever you want to do just just give it all the thumbs up in whatever way you That's want it. share with your friends uh, let other people know and them. give uh tom and myself
1: a follow on twitter and yep. uh, let us know. Let us know what you think. What scares you? What doesn't scare you? Uh, you know, recommend some horror films. Let's uh, let's just have a chat. or me up to the uh, the wider world.
0: That's it. Let's have a chat. That's the best. That's the part. That's the key bit. Let's have a chat about horror. Yeah, but I think that's I think that's all of it. I think that's it. I think
1: so. I think Until so. next time, folks. Stay spooky. Stay spooky.